forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains Terra Vaders, Minnie and Daisy playing God, and a naughty penguin getting a spanking. Scott's back from Tokyo, and he's here to tell us all about it. It's Podcast the Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a podcast about theme parks where one of the hosts has finally followed the compass of his heart. Oh. I am Sid, compass follower, Scott Gardner, joined by Mike Carlson and Jason Sheridan. Hey, Hi, fellas. My name is Mike Carlson. I have also followed the compass of my heart. You followed the compass. Jason needs to follow the compass. I know. I haven't <laughs> yet. I got my taxes done, but I haven't followed the compass of my heart yet. <laughs> Did that direct your compass in any particular way or your compass of spending in any particular way? Uh, more compass of relief because I thought it was going to be real bad. All are right. You, are you saying compass or compass? Compass. Does it matter? I've just never heard that pronunciation before. Compass? Compass? Hmm. What do you think? Is it compass? Krampus. <laughs> it's Krampus. Are you saying compass? Yeah, I'm saying like compass. Yeah. Compass, yeah. Okay. Compass is what you, I mean, I guess you're right compass? that it actually is spelled more like yeah. compass. Yours but sounds I, like C-U-M-P-A-S, yeah, compass, which compass. Yeah. Yeah. Compass. But that's always how I've heard it spelled or heard said. Jason's just very fond of Comp USA. <laughs> this oh, is, rest in peace. This the is their, their good values and savings. Uh, yeah, I'm back. I have been to the promised land. Yeah. I have been to what I... I think it can say indisputably is the greatest theme park resort wow. on the planet. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Incredible. Exceeded expectations. I haven't seen you guys yet. There hasn't even been like mm-hmm. pre-chatter or discussion. No. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do it all on the air. Safe. Keep it yeah. keep it real. Keep it 100. Yep. Sure. Keep it 100. <laughs> and, uh, and Mike may- and I have done no research to prepare for today. Because I, yeah, you can't love I, this. I love it. I, I, no, and I'm, uh, it, it, it makes me very nervous, honestly. I'm actually nervous about having to having to drive the thing now though i feel like we're always like co-driving but realizing that this is like essentially me narrating my own vacation oh. the the pressure's on i had to get properly caffeinated i'm trying to fight the massive jet lag that i have uh, i had a bit too big of a lunch where it's going to make me groggy where i'm not going to be able you to keep the ship on uh, just on course fix on fly you know we're raw dogging it today to <laughs> oh, my the, oh my god oh my god down and dirty pointing the compass the compass <laughs> you're the one talking about a navigational instrument put the word come in the putting some compass it's right. compass. It's even what they All say. Right. Like when you see the people singing the song, they say compass. I think they do. It's a little um, in the song, and the song that I'm referring to is in the the Sindbad's Storybook Voyages yes. ride, and it is like I'd only heard. I I I still have not listened to the the part of the Tokyo Disney episode that I left. Oh yeah. Uh, I need to go back now. I'm sure we'll, we'll cover we'll overlap some of the, the territory, but I do, I am, I'm aware of certain things about it. And I am certainly aware that you were very moved by this song. Very. Yes. And I was as well. And I like, uh, I'm on the ride going, I'm like, it's you immediately <laughs> well up a little bit. Because you're you're introduced to a town in which everyone is supporting each other. <laughs> it is the sweetest thing you've ever seen. But still, I'm not like, yeah, but what, like... 
brought them to tears. What could have possibly, and by the end, to totally go, like, yeah. I, I think, like, by fighting it at the beginning, it caused it to happen at the end. I welled up a bunch of times on this vacation, <laughs> like, in sure. multiple places. Sure. My heart is so full. From, this will yeah. be the most earnest episode, Scott-wise, so please, you guys, lob your joke bombs, because uh, uh, try to sink this very uh, earnest ship that I'm uh, steering. And you came back to what can only be described as a united Hollywood. Hand in hand. Agents and repeaters. Making projects. <laughs> Good luck on your renegotiations. Um, yeah, I discovered the news that I was to fire my agent uh, while inside the volcano. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was hoping that the, the, this news dropping would happen in a dramatic way during the vacation and it was like lining up to happen i was like oh maybe it'll maybe i'll be at the top of the uh of the of the park hyatt the lost in translation bar i'll have like a dramatic view of tokyo and then i'll get this crazy hollywood shattering news Mm -hmm. uh but then it got delayed a week and i was wondering Mm -hmm. what was going on and then i'm (laughs) i'm literally about to board the terravator (laughs) and i see an eve i just check and it's the most dramatic phrased headline possible like there is no deal fire your agents <laughs> so then i'm brought into a room that is like pumping machinery and sirens and uh, and alarms and uh, uh excavators and like man the hatches mass firings on three it was an unforgettable Jules Byrne uh, created moment. an agent firing machine powered by steam <laughs> can fire 15,000 agents at once well if it makes you feel any better the most recent dispatch from uh, the screen actors guild is we have direct deposit now so lots oh. of exciting stuff on the hollywood right. labor front the next time my five dollars and 43 cents of collected moonbeam city residuals show up <laughs> uh 10 envelopes will be saved yeah that's <laughs> um, great news we're helping the environment sure uh, um yeah so, i mean so spo- i guess we say spoilers if you don't you spoilers, don't know yeah. about tokyo disney yeah. i suppose i, I I have no idea how much anybody else was playing my game of not wanting to hear things. And I, you know, since that episode, I've thought, I feel like I was like too strict on it because we've since determined that like you guys felt so much you didn't need to spoil things that I didn't know about grandma Sarah's kitchen yes uh, um, I and I I'm like did I convey like too hard of a spoiler rule maybe I did however I'm glad that I did because constantly around every corner there were things that I had no clue about and I thank you guys for uh, uh, for helping me in that endeavor and being fine with me uh, leaving an episode quitting it halfway <laughs> through sure I, I was wondering if there was anything that we should have said but i don't th- i think most of the things you probably found on your own they're big mm-hmm. enough stuff and yeah so well, you you know you you uh, passed along this book to me that i would really recommend to anybody going the tdr explorer yes for tokyo which that's a twitter account too I right think the, whoever runs it i think seemed to be there at the same time he's always there he's the tokyo disney explorer okay i think he has a twitter that account. tdr explorer and a blog i believe yeah uh, uh, yeah I incredibly helpful him. book and i recommend finding this book i think it's available for the for the kindle or like whatever or something? um yeah i think so yes and uh yeah it's at tdr explorer Super helpful because um, I there there are logistics you have to figure out. As much as I didn't want spoilers, I think about Tokyo in general. There's a, there's a lot that you need to solve. The trains are complicated. The Wi-Fi thing you have to figure out. But within the resort, there's definitely things to 
to, to determine. And, um, but, you know, one of which is when you go. And that is a thing. I, I, I don't know how it was in general crowd wise uh, um, when, when you were you were there in like October. It was like Halloween ish. Uh, September. OK, OK. Within like the window, though, where September, they had. Yeah. Because you said you had or mid-September. Haunted Mansion holiday. <laughs> yes, they had okay. Haunted Mansion holiday. They still they had started Halloween already because they started mm-hmm. early there, too. But uh, it was uh, like second week in September, I okay. believe. Third week. Um, how how was that, like crowd-wise? Or? Uh, crowds were bad. Okay. Uh, like not crazy. I will say that they like it did seem like they had a good flow. The crowds had good flows. It wasn't like anything was like choked. It mm-hmm. was just there was a lot of folks. Sure, sure. I think you. This may have been you who said it. Uh, uh, or I that that um, you feel. I mean, there were a ton of people when I was there too. But you do feel crowd dispersal is just better. And I mm-hmm. can't help but wonder if it, does it have something to do with them not having max pass and the app and everything? Well, the app is coming. They're oh, doing it is. It soon. Oh, okay. And oh. It's, we'll see, I guess we'll see next time we mm-hmm. go, but it's possible, but you would think though, cause they still have fa- paper fast passes mm-hmm. that people will be running all over the place. Sure. Sure. Um, so that would also be a thing too. The only thing in terms the, of that, the, uh, when the gates open, cause I did a rope drop of Tokyo oh, Disney yeah. sea, uh, and there is so much excitement for the park in general and and clearly for the easter season that's right. like they had to people were out there holding signs that say please don't run oh uh, yeah it oh, would yeah. certainly be your temptation and as polite as the japanese people are i mean i wanted to run yeah I, when you round that when you first see that volcano yeah. i've seen plenty of pictures of it but when it is first in your sights you the mania takes you over (laughs) sure get me in everywhere i will stay up all day i will never sit this entire day Mm -hmm. i wonder if it's i do wonder if everyone's just like more polite about walking maybe (laughs) maybe so people also polite apparently about asking for uh uh, the front row single rider is a seemingly not super common there which helps you blast through indiana jones and um lost spear raging spirits Yes. Is the like wild mouse type coaster. Well, it's a smaller roller coaster. Which is which I, is fun, but like you shouldn't wait forever for it. Before we get into your trip, I remember my the one there's probably many stories I forgot to tell. Real quick, there's a story I left out of my uh, the uh, trip ah. about ri- that coaster. Okay. So I'm walking into the queue, an employee runs up to me and he's trying to uh, communicate the question, how tall are you? And at first I think, oh, he's like, I'm a 6'3 gentleman. I, he's, uh, oh, this is fun. Look how tall he is. He's like uh, Herman Munster or something. And it becomes <laughs> very clear that he hands me a card and it says that I'm 6'3 and I'm the tallest you can possibly be to ride this roller coaster. Oh. And I'm like, uh, oh, shit. Like, so we're walking through the queue. Lindsay and I are walking through the queue going like, like an inch taller and I'd be decapitated on this thing. <laughs> this is insane. I've never heard of this before. So we're like walking through, like, should I go on this? Should I just not do this? Cause and they were like, cause there was a whole, like he was talking amongst a, a employees, like, should we let this guy go on or whatever? And then they, uh, they were like, all right, it's fine. And they handed me this card that said I was approved to go on it. So I was stressed. <laughs> doctor's note. I was stressed the There's whole gotta line. There's got to be some wiggle room. Of There's cor- got to well, be course, a little. But I'm just saying still, I was like, this is weird that there was even a debate. 
So I got on the ride and I'm like crouched down on the coaster as like hard as I can. (laughs) And obviously everything was fine, but I do think I put myself in such an uncomfortable position. Like I hurt my back a little bit because I was like making sure I wasn't getting like going to get decapitated on the ride. I think really the issue was that the uh, restraints didn't go high enough. Oh, okay. I think that's probably what it was, but still. You didn't ever, there wasn't some like overhand, there wasn't some temple ruin that almost hit you in the brain. No, but still, I was like, I've never seen this before on a roller coaster that I'm too tall to go on it. Like that's never happened. I found it weird on that ride that there was a, when after the cars did the loop, that the loop like shook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little mm. unnerving. A little unnerving. Yeah. A I'm, wild mouse type coaster with a loop. I'm very intrigued. Mm-hmm. It was, it's, it's really good. You wouldn't yeah. call it like the best thing there. Yeah. But especially you single ride it. Yeah. Uh, really well themed and it like fogs up right before you, uh, you, cool. you shoot through a little tunnel. And there's a big, there's like ruins, like step ruins kind of enticing you in. It's like a pretty plain coaster, but themed a little better than usual. But the entrance where there's a waterfall going down the steps, but it's also on fire yes. at the same time. Incredible. So cool. Uh, that's just on- a throwaway part of that park. That's like the 19th best thing in the park. Uh, we didn't go on it at night, but it looks better at night too. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I didn't do enough. Like I saw this in the day and at, right. and at night. We didn't either. I can get into various uh, iterations of that um uh well I'll, 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 to the end of the um harnesses being too small definitely think that the rides are uh, built for smaller people oh yeah it's definitely true yeah yeah, yeah. for nice. sure <laughs> finally <laughs> a place that doesn't diminutize Jason. shoulder restraints that don't give me a headache every time i go on a looping coaster they have to hand you a form that you sign that where you say you are the perfect candidate to go on this ride <laughs> are you okay being perfect yes <laughs> a blue ribbon you wear <laughs> mayor Perfect. of the ride um so oh wait i was starting to say the time that i was there was mm. fantastic if anyone's listening to this for general recommendations because i was there in the um the second week of april and it's fantastic because you're avoiding I read at the end of April is this thing Golden Week, which is a apparently in everywhere in Japan is fucked apart tourism wise because it's their very like institutionalized uh, spring break. So we missed all that. But it's right before that. So everything's still really beautiful and cherry blossoms are in bloom. And that's as cool as it's hyped up to be. Crowds were totally fine. Uh, except that I do, I did end up there uh, on a Saturday and Saturday markedly worse. Mm-hmm. So I'd say anybody who can like uh, avoid the weekend if your if your schedule's open, avoid weekends because I could the difference was night and day immediately. But boy, I really recommend when I went and especially because I was there for Easter. It was the Easter <laughs> celebration and holy shit! Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's always great. But I and I'd heard it alluded to a little the glory of Easter. I mean, really, everywhere. <laughs> Easter also affected San Rio Puro Land, which I oh, will yeah. try to be sparing talking <clears throat> about because we have to just that's its own thing for sure. Right. Um, Easter at Disney. Oh, my God. And here I'll, I'll, I'll lay all this out mainly. Do you guys know about the mythology of the 
the Usatama and the the Usapio. No. Oh no. I, but I am interested because it, it's Easter, like the the um, cultural, e- like Easter parade, Easter of fancy dresses and linen suits, right? Like there's no yep. there's no element of Jesus Christ Easter. Not remotely culturally in Japan. <laughs> what, I, the, I don't the think the traditional definition of Easter is totally skewed for just eggs and fancy clothes, but also yeah. it's not like big gowns necessarily like their Easter clothes are just kind of like in many cases like sparkly space clothes like oh, there, are wow. these, there were dolls of Chip and Dale where they're just <laughs> wearing these complicated ass these, mm-hmm. they've, they've got a spire and it's like sparkly purple and sparkly silver clashing and going back and forth on every part i met easter dale that was uh, that was really exciting oh for yeah me. did you post a photo of that i think already? i tweeted about it uh um i i got to have a conversation about easter i was like well there's a language barrier here but i bet he's a, he's in his easter clothes he must be excited about easter so i made bunny ears he made bunny ears in return <laughs> and we hugged it was very exciting um Easter is just it just takes what is probably already like kind of a uh, a hyper park and just ratchets it way the right. fuck up. Like like Lindsay got me this crazy Tokyo Disney Sea Mickey for my birthday, which is mm-hmm. insane. But the clothes in general are already. Did you you remember what this looks like? Yeah, J- wait, spin that around Show, if you can, Jason, open, without I mean, hurting anything. Oh, yeah. I I, I know kind of what you're talking it. about. He's in this crazy like future sailor suit. Yeah, it's like he's it's crazy. <laughs> like the clothes already look a little bit. Yeah, like how do you even what is even a touch point? Well, I don't think we have in I, our culture what kind of clothes th- Mickey's it's wearing. It's sort here. of like a P.T. Barnum sort of get up, but all mm-hmm. in like different shades of baby blue. It's a little greatest showman. Yeah, a little greatest showman, but like a 2030 greatest showman. Maybe it's the but future with like, of um, the 1900s with a tri-corner hat. Yeah, like a colonial America tri-corner hat. The most That's detailed blue. like. Buttons and crevasses, <laughs> uh, and the br- the brightest baby blue. I mean, this is uh, like the the character. They dress like these weird like samurai by way of turn of the century marching band. That's like yeah. not Easter even. That's their their base, right? That's just normal. Like here we have uh, right now, Mickey and everyone are in like party city style like suit, yeah. white suits with like splashes of color i was I no hate. fan of that before and i'm really not a fan of it now yeah i think i prefer the japanese kind of crazy clothing not only on the characters but also on the people in the park like when you see people dressed up together in 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 disneyland there's the disney bounding thing or there's dapper day there's the kind of the retro thing and those those are fine and it's just it's not my bag but it's i i like a way that people can dress in the spirit of of the park in disney it just seems like cooler or, or in tokyo it just seems cooler the way people do it we're like here's a group of 10 girls and they're all dressed as ham yeah. um, <laughs> like how they coordinate this this is insane Wait, ham from toy story or just yeah. the concept of ham no not although that would fit right with with easter wouldn't it? okay uh, they're yeah, all just yeah. they're there they, when they all form like a transformer they form the full uh, yeah the full, full traditional honey baked ham. Yeah. Ham. Uh, um no or like you know like a bunch of like sets of two male friends who've mm-hmm. dressed exactly the same yeah every like little vest and button and how do they do this? How do they coordinate that? And it just and it and it all feels more like then they could go out on the streets in regular Tokyo and nobody would make fun of them. <laughs> like it's just all like the the cool culture is embedded with the Disney culture. They're just one in the same. Yeah, I mean, I think that's 
probably true. I do feel like, I mean, I think with Disney now, it's still, it's, it's getting more melded every day. Yeah. Like we'll be there in like 30 or 50 years where it's like not even where there's no chance you get beaten up by Orange County punks if you wore your Dapper Days outfits into the Fuddruckers nearby. Because the punks are wearing like hashtag Disney Squad shirts anyway. Yeah. And a lot of them already. Yeah. A lot of the punks are already wearing that. So potentially we're getting closer. But yes, I know they're wearing some they're wearing something with like a like um, 50s pomp, like a 50s swoop, (laughs) uh, a Clara, Clara Bell. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. a, A patch of Oogie Boogie saying, wow. I think I'm just relieved that there's not a lot of 50s going on in uh, in Japan. I don't know what my problem is with the 50s, except that actually, as I say that, I'm totally wrong because Sanrio Pura Land, their Easter celebration was 50s rock and roll was Wapapaloopop. Whoa, yeah. it was? Like, like, like Wapapaloop, it's Easter time. What, like, why wow. are these things merged? I, I think there is a certain streak of like... Um, because greaser fashion is like it's a spin on like traditional menswear, which is such American menswear is, is a big influence in Japan and vice versa. Like there are uh-huh. um, catalogs. One thing I read about like Japanese menswear, um, there's a book of like Ivy style, like of of the shops around like Harvard or Princeton or that sort of stuff that is very popular in Japan and that it's very popular for menswear enthusiasts in America. So it's like a circular oh, thing. Huh. So, and then one uh, influences the other and it yeah. changes back on the other side. And yeah. Same with rock and roll. Uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The Japanese, I, I think we've all been listening to Japanese city pop uh, lately. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know what threw me in the record stores? I don't know what you call. It was hard to find oh, stuff because yeah. I don't know what they call city right. pop. They don't have a big section labeled city pop, but they do certainly have like you know here's the giant progressive rock area and here's a massive area devoted to aor my favorite genre of music where like some obscure thing i've that i don't even have one friend to talk to about this album it's like what they're featuring this week whoa in, really uh, yeah oh constantly the, the tower records and we didn't even get there oh man. we gotta go yeah next time, next time. holy shit because also the there's one in Shinjuku where I stayed and I'd recommend anybody going to Tokyo, Shinjuku, great central area. I dug it a lot. But then the one in Shibuya is the like crazy multi-level. It's the one where when you, if you watch the documentary or you hear like, boy, the end of tower. And why did we reject tower? Oh, but it is in Japan in the coolest building you've ever seen, (laughs) which would fit right into uh, Tomorrowland in Disneyland, which I obviously was super enamored with. Uh, um, wow. Tower Records fucking rocks everything. I mean, the city, I can't even go into the city. There's so much cool shit. Uh, uh, I was starting to head to Easter. Uh, uh, so for a, a number of years running now, uh, Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland has the Usatama, who are a bunch of eggs with legs who have infested the park. Whoa. And they are everywhere. They've made themselves at home. And the ones in Frontierland are, you know, kicking back on top of the saloon and, uh, you know, and, and drinking some moonshine. Or they've disguised themselves as you know the dwarves over in the in the by the snow white fountain or they're they look like mike wazowski uh over in tomorrowland or whatever there's so many egg you get to do like a visual easter egg hunt right while you're there and they've so cleverly designed all of these eggs in a very 
fun pop or what's the literal what am i thinking of the like the Funko park star pop? yeah or, or the uh park stars yeah Final it, Nation. It, it's so much like that where it's a really minimal representation of uh, the characters from there up on top of the country bears wow eggs dressed as the country bears teddy Bera and henry wow. and what have you uh so this just adds this level of visual excitement everywhere in the parks they do a version of it in disneyland but it's just like kind of painted eggs and it's chip and dale or something and they're Mm -hmm. we saw one of them recently and they're fine sure sure yeah but this is a whole seems like a whole nother level there's this mania where there's like they're presented like critters they're like gremlins or something (laughs) who've taken over the park they've just made it there i get there i got a picture of one like the lawns in front of the castle there are very golf course manicured so they made one look like he's putting he's got like a golf bag and a visor my favorite clothing item (laughs) just a regular cloth visor hanging off of this egg um but so how you know they're cute and all but we have to keep the population under control how do we do that uh well with the usatama on the run parade in which mickey is piloting a suction machine oh my gosh i didn't know anything about this to try to (laughs) that's insane that's so fun it's a population control measure more than it is a parade i admittedly didn't stop and watch this parade but just look up photos of usatama on the run mickey riding a big contraption it's and they're all helping out they've all got mickey and donald have their own ways of trying to find the do they have like a big thing of eggs behind him like he's caught some of them caught a bunch uh uh, yeah they're all they're all suffocating they're all like they're all (laughs) hanging like fish from hooks wow Uh, he made lessons of a couple of them that's no no, no. look they're all friends ultimately at the end of the day he just has to know where they are because it's his park right can't get uh like the disney feral cats they can't get out of control Right. (laughs) right yeah when you said they all have their own ways of taking care of it i was concerned that like donald was like Eli Roth and Inglorious Bastard. It's like he's the brutal. Like he's I like thought, he's taking him some, out back. As soon as you said that, I went. I bet Donald has a baseball bat. Yeah, <laughs> that is what I thought. And then you said Eli Roth, so we were on the same page. Yeah. It's a walking tall scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Smashing your mind, bitch. Um, that's as close as I can get to Donald, apparently. Uh, uh, but new this year I got to be part of the inaugural audience of the first time ever Disney Sea equivalent of the Usatama a genetic varietal called the Usapio and <laughs> here's what they are Donald or I'm sorry Daisy and Minnie were decorating for Easter that year and they took an egg and they painted some bunny ears on it cute right yes it went a little further than that because the eggs actually sprouted ears and chickens hatched out of them. So Daisy and Minnie unknowingly created a genetic (laughs) abomination, which are little chicks with Easter eggs and that still have their shells on their bottom and their top. And those are the Usapia. Wow. And the giant lagoon show, Tip Top Easter, (laughs) is all about... You get to witness the birth of many Usapios at once. Wow. They all come out of eggs. And, uh, like, do you know about this Lagoon show in general? Uh, or did you see some we, equivalent we of that? We saw the Halloween, the villains party. Oh, boy. With, like, water, like, uh, like skidoos yep. and there were that. And, uh-huh. Okay. And Flying then, kites off of the back of jet skis. Yes, there was that. They All the villains had their own, like, um, vehicle in the water so each each villain had their own special big giant thing that they were out on and then oh, shit yeah so <laughs> wow. it was, and there's a crazy 
original song and Hades does a rap in it. Whoa. (laughs) What? Apparently at last year's Easter, Andrew Grissom told us, uh, they, there was a a rap done by Max goof, Goofy's son. Uh, but there was a whole new show this year. They revamp them every year. You can go buy CDs of just the single songs that are 15 minutes long. They sell CD singles. Oh yeah. Just the Easter music or probably just the Halloween music. I got the three disc like kind of best of of that year, but I should have bought more. Like there's a 10 to 15 disc thing that's on eBay for $500 of the history of the music of the park. (laughs) And I was just showing a picture of it to people in the park going like, do you have this? And then they would be like, they were so helpful, but no one knew what I was talking about. (laughs) So I would have had to have bought like all of the CDs because Sinbad is not on there. And that's one of the big reasons. I remember you had something up with the CD and I was looking and I, yeah, there didn't seem to be anything, which that'd be the first thing you'd want to walk away with. Yes, for sure. And I, I've had to rip it off of YouTube. (laughs) Do you have it on your uh, iPhone? It's, it should be on my iPhone. It's on my computer for sure. Mm, I think mm. it's probably transferred over. I listen to that song like once a week, at least. (laughs) Sure. I I mean, we've been singing it ever since. Mm Mm-hmm. And the main, I, I'll, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say this now, uh, the, this was a hard vacation to leave. Yeah. We, we love, if we hadn't even done Disney to Tokyo and Kyoto oh, yeah. are such fantastic cities. We're very sad to be, probably the saddest I've been to leave a vacation since I was at Disney world when I was seven. And one little trick that we did to make us more excited about coming back was going through the airport, passing by the customs agents, imagining that they were puppet dolls singing a majestic song, wishing uh-huh. us luck on our journey back to America. And we did the same thing to our cats when we went to retrieve them from Chatsworth, where they were staying while we were gone. We were wishing them good luck on their journey back from Chatsworth. And there are our cat's names are Brenda and Bunny, and we called them Bren Bad and Bundu. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Wow. And uh, it, it really helps. So any difficult challenge you have in your life, imagine anyone near you. Don't forget that imagining people are naked or in their underwear. Yeah. Imagine anyone is a puppet doll <laughs> wishing you luck on your journey. Uh-huh. What It's going to help you through any challenge. <laughs> hey, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scoville, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. Uh, So, but just to sum up from earlier, Mm -hmm. this year's Easter show, which probably Mm -hmm. won't be back next year, involves Minnie and Daisy playing God. Yes. And creating life, a new form Uh, of uh, horrifying life. It is a tale of genetic engineering gone adorable. (laughs) It works out to their advantage. Well, while you were gone, I watched Gattaca and uh, was unnerved. How cute is Gattaca? Not at all. (laughs) I also thought I had never, I knew very little about that movie, and uh, but I saw the poster and like box art for years, and I was like, this is a sci-fi action movie. No, this is a like off-Broadway sci-fi melodrama that involves a lot of smuggling urine and blood samples. (laughs) 
I haven't seen it in a long time. I, I remember thinking, was it cool or was it just uh, there was upsetting? some stuff? There was a lot of interesting, like brutalism architecture choices, and a lot of interesting oh, remember, coloring like, cool choices. Uh. Yeah, but it is really like um, uh, an Arthur Miller play, almost of like not a lot of big set pieces and stuff. Well, you know, as we allow our most beloved franchises to sort of take surprising forms like our Joaquin Phoenix Jokers or whatever, I would gladly watch the gritty Gattaca style film about the birth of the, the Usapios. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Do uh, they sell? They don't sell Usapia merch, though. They do. And it's, oh, they do. it's tough. And I, you know, we have, so there's, we have friends with babies and stuff. And, uh, oh. uh and I was trying to find Usapio puppets. It's tough. They apparently, I think they go in, I was finding sites. I think they also have these in Hong Kong and hmm. it's like, there are two left in the entire nation. Jeez. Yeah. They go like that. Uh, um, like a new Duffy outfit or something. Yep. Yep. Flies off the shelf. I certainly, I, I, I definitely get Duffy more now. I will say that, especially mm-hmm. when I saw a Duffy while waiting for the tip top Easter show. I saw a Duffy dressed as an aristocrat. <laughs> this was the most adorable thing. Yeah. I've wow. ever witnessed. Did you see anyone um, pushing two strollers around full of Duffy characters? Um, I definitely saw, I mean, not that, but I saw people like having meals across from their Duffy. Yep. Yep. And I like that there were little seats that you put the Duffy on to take a photo. Like in the volcano, you like lean down a little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. seat and like here's the perfect spot for them to have their photo taken. Mm-hmm. And in the in this multi-barge lagoon show, um, there's you can there's many vantage points from which you can watch it, and you could watch it over in Donald Daisy territory or Mickey Minnie territory. You don't know what's coming. Uh, until they land and ours was the Duffy gang. Oh. So while I didn't meet Duffy or watch a separate Duffy show, I did get to see Duffy. Can I name them now? Duffy Gelatoni. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I can't, uh, but I'm certainly more fond of Gelatoni than I used to be. Oh my God. He's the best. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, Gelatoni. Yeah. Gelatoni one of my guys. Yeah. There's a, well, Shelly May, Shelly. uh, okay. Stella Lou. Mm-hmm. And then and who's the bird mailman? Uh, who's, who's the Hong Kong one that our list, a wonderful cookie. listener sent us merchandise from Hong Kong of yeah. cookie of cookie. cookie. Okay. Well, we should tell the listeners there's a, there's a lot of Duffy coming from podcast to ride, but oh, we're not, yes, we, things have yeah, not even aware of what full, you guys did while I was gone. We've recorded an interview already for part of the big Duffy episode coming up and we'll be doing the full version soon. Only so, a fraction of it has been completed. Yeah. It's a big project. Sure. It's a little more like a, um, it, it's a little more like a serial or like <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. A, or yeah. a slow burn. Right. This one's going to be a little bit more of an excavation. Mm-hmm. I, I will be certainly more mentally invested in the episode mm-hmm. now, having seen the gang and having seen Duffy and his pals teach the hatched egg creatures ballet and magic. Oh, wow. That's what ends up, they hatch and then they teach them about Easter some ballet dancers show them and then say, now you go. And they, they, you know, mm-hmm. they, they don't even know how to walk, let alone do ballet, but they try their best and it's very adorable. Is Stella Lou a ballet dancer? Was one of them? She I don't, is. I don't she recall. Might, she has yeah. like a, yeah, she has like a tutu. She may yeah. have taken lead in that section. Yeah. Um, here's the number one thing that happens in that show though. At one point, something is yelled and everybody points over to the volcano and the volcano itself yells, Happy Easter! Whoa! 
Yeah. What? Does it shoot something out too, or does I it just think yell? There might be like a you know, I mean, it nothing special, nothing yeah. besides its usual eruptions, the coolest yes. shit ever. Um, now we were discussing later. Is that supposed to be a spoiler? The monster inside the ride wishing happy Easter. Oh, interesting. Or is it the volcano itself? I prefer to think that the landmark, the volcano, loves Easter. Right. Like the uh, lava short from Pixar. Oh, like yeah. that guy saying oh, happy Easter, right. maybe. Absolutely. A short I love and have talked in the past that people were way too mean to those volcanoes. People very, yeah. People do not people like body lava. shaming those volcanoes. Well, I think really? also they were shaming because they're saying like the the lava volcano is like a like a chunky guy and the woman volcano was like was sexy very girl. Svelte. And that's a trope like where it's, but then you know. People were, that's sexualizing the volcanoes. That's odd. Why? But I. But they like for instance. Love. But for instance, like with cartoons, where it's like, for instance, Heathcliff, uh, when the the Cadillac cats, uh, Riff Raff is like short and stout and looks like a cartoon, but then his girlfriend is a has the body of a sexy woman. <laughs> like, What's wrong with that, Michael? <laughs> I'm just saying that's something that people talk about. You know, like I think Kevin James Lola Bunny, and, uh, Bugs Bunny doesn't yeah. isn't jacked like a human man, but Lola Bunny sure looks like a sexy lady. That's yeah. the that's the difference. That's like yeah. comedians getting with uh, people like Kevin James on a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> was there some comment? Somebody on a Facebook or somewhere said like our girlfriends and wives are too attractive for us. Must be a California <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's funny. <laughs> All Hang loose, right, brother. <laughs> must be. <laughs> Thanks for giving us credit. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Um, so I've so I've said that the I think that the time of year that I went was uh, was perfect. Yeah. But there is an outstanding question. The outstanding question is how long? How long were you there? Did I go for? Let me reach into my duffel bag. And hang on. Will you have like a just a number like a big plastic <laughs> number? <laughs> I will pull out now and reveal to you gentlemen my four day. Magic That's yes. what I thought. We should have. Yes. We should have asked. Jason have asked, always yes. wins. <laughs> because what people were, we ran into some listeners who were asking about this. <laughs> some listeners were asking about how long you were there. People asked, "Wow, yeah, really? Yeah. Yes. Whoa!" And we said we didn't know, but uh-huh. then they said, which I was thinking there because the reason we think is because. Tony, Tony said, said four. four <laughs> Tony really pushed it over the edge. Tony back yeah. well, our live episode. Tony got me on Splash Mountain, and yeah. uh, uh, and Tony. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I well, hey, your enthusiasm from being there uh, mm-hmm. does doesn't do nothing either. You clearly sure. you had, you you clearly uh, had a great time, and clearly and uh, you know, so you deserve some credit too. Uh, uh, and now here's here's the caveats. It was a four day passport. Two of those were half days. Right. Uh, I got so you know an, a, so a first evening in Disneyland, two front to back days, and then a little in the morning before uh, uh, before we went off to the airport. So you kind of did what we did because we really did like three and a half days. Okay. Yeah. So Ours ended about- up being three all told. Right. Uh, now, so is the revealing of this four day passport me? Eden Crow, in a way, in a way, you a delicacy in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so many good crow places you in the parks. A lot of good crow. Uh, I, I, I will say this. I, I, I will maintain. I think that four front to back opening to closing rope drop days mm-hmm. would be overkill. 
I don't think you need that much time. Uh, that is, uh, I, uh, I, I'm still going to hold by that. I don't know how you feel about that, Jason. He hasn't been well, there yet. How much, yeah, I haven't been there. How mm-hmm. much time did you, because you were not staying at um, an official Disney hotel. Did you spend much time at all at the official Disney hotels? I, you know, I didn't. And I'm usually somebody, I like exploring hotels. Right, I yeah. definitely, I've said before, I carve out hotel time when sure. I go to mm-hmm. Disney World. Yeah, I didn't really, partially because I, those hotels seem really neat. And one of them is right next to Disney Sea. Yeah. Uh, but the, the parks are so great. I don't want to spend time in a hotel. There was even, yeah. I, I ran around the mall, uh, Xperi, uh, uh, and I tweeted something about the upcoming Xperi Fair. And I thought about <laughs> spending more time, you know, that's sort of their downtown disney although it's removed it's not like right next to the parks but i i kind of thought i'm gonna want to spend a bunch of time there in the silly mall next to i didn't really the parks are so great i had yeah. no desire Fair. to be in the other places yeah. the other thing that kept me out of the hotels was they're all kind of recent mm-hmm. so what i'm after where i'm gonna see some like solid 1971 architecture out of the contemporary or the you know the the, the there's 80s throwbacks in some of those other places I, I was like if they're all built in 2003 then who cares really i did st- i stayed at the uh, the hilton you were at the sheraton correct yes i was at the hilton all these hotels are an easy monorail stop boy one thing i'll say the the transit so easy in you're general not wait- yeah yeah you're waiting no time it's a loop there's only four stops there's all the non not the main hotels mm-hmm. there's disneyland there's disney sea there's xperia in the main train station that gets you in and out from tokyo i don't see any reason to stay in the the disney ones because you're so close to the it's not like uh in paris all the hotels were so fucking expensive, the main Disney ones. So we boarded a rickety bus <laughs> to a uh, Radisson that was only 10 minutes away, but the ride back and forth was so shitty. Yeah. It like, made us not want to go in for the day. Right. Just tear like this awful shuttle where you're standing and bumping around. Here you get to board the cleanest monorails. Sure. I, in general, think that, you know, this initial two day argument. Now, here I will say this two days, not enough. I was certainly wrong about that. Uh, I'm man enough to say. Uh, uh, it sounds like, because Jason had always said four, it sounds like I was absolutely right before I went with the three days. You, that, it sounds yes. like I'll I've, give it to you. I've won. I don't give it to <laughs> also, you on everything. I'm giving it to you on this. You, I, you were right. You, I, you called it. I appreciate that. Also, I think uh, I was thinking about the whole situation again. I don't know that I was like mad that people were going if it was two. I think I said we should do three. With our level of enthusiasm. I think that's all I was ever this saying. This is a good point. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, for some people, for some people, one day is fine. Can, I don't under, I, I get why people would j- just do C. There's friends of ours yeah. who are like, I didn't do Tokyo Disneyland because it's the same as the one here. Now for me, a big fan of yeah. all this stuff. It certainly isn't. But in all these micro ways, you're like, well, Space Mountain is a ramp and not the, uh, <laughs> the you know, it's a ramp from the front, like the way it used to be in Disneyland. So you got to see that. And it's, uh, you know, kind of the Haunted Mansion from uh, uh, Florida, but it's different in this way. Yes. Like we're finding all these micro differences. So, of course, you need more time. Yeah. We talked about that on the, my episode. It was just like, which one is this going to be? Yeah. <laughs> like that it's was a, It's a wonderful mix of. A lot of Magic Kingdom, which is great because Magic Kingdom perfected a lot of Disneyland stuff. And then in other cases, totally original to them. And in other cases, yeah. a little bit of a tribute to the, the original. It's um, like it's the better Pirates and 
Space Mountain because it's Disneyland, but then it is Florida Haunted Mansion, which I don't know is better, but is interesting. And it's nice to do. I'm not like super familiar with that one. So getting to do, you know, the the library is part of the ride or her yes. bag is part of the ride. And then I got what the coolest thing was, it was Haunted Mansion uh, Holiday. So oh, I yeah. got to see the Florida version of Haunted Mansion, which doesn't with exist. The Disneyland overlay. Yes. Which yeah. is very cool. All right. So, yes, that is that's cool. for nerds. That's um, real great. So, yeah. If you're even slightly a nerd, <laughs> you you definitely need a little more time because Disneyland's going to take you a little more time. Uh, yes. If to, you know, not that if you're listening to this podcast, you were a, you were a nerd for this stuff, presumably. But I would tell anybody, even if you like can't even stand theme parks, Disney Sea is this other oh, yeah. beast of thing. It's almost like it's the closest that Disney's come to like a public works beautification project. It like it's like something the city needed. It is so they like made <laughs> they made Tokyo better with Disney Sea. It's unbelievable. A it's, city already chock full of substance and culture and. Yeah. Yes, a million subcultures. The greatest. I could I could talk for two hours about talking about Disney, in terms yeah. of Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo fucking rules. Yeah, um, and been- they somehow. It's such a testament to Disney Sea that it's. At right, it was the last thing I did essentially, and it's like all I've thought about since. Even though Tokyo is the best place I've ever been, right? It's a masterpiece in design every which way. Because I'm trying to think of any other theme park I've been in like that, where I think I said it before, where it's like everywhere you're standing, it feels like it was perfectly designed to be the most beautiful scene you've ever seen. As if they like, as if. In every single spot, as if they did like a Google Street View. All right, now go five feet over here and yes. look every way around you. And if there's anything cluttering your view, it's out. Yeah. It feels I, like every square inch was made the most beautiful place. Isn't it wild that opened the same year as California Adventure? <laughs> yes. It's on, you know, I've actually been, I think I've been saying the wrong date. I think I've been saying 2002 on the show for a while. It was literally the same year, six yeah. months after California Adventure. <laughs> Yeah. And we get the soap opera bistro and they get the this a beautiful Mediterranean harbor and they get like the, you know, this thing that like wildly over invents the Autopia or the motorboat cruise or yeah. totally original mythologies. And uh, and if you I also think I think you could have an incredible day at Disney Sea and never go on a ride. Yes, that sure. for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe you did find this. The one criticism I would hit with Disney Sea is maybe it's missing like one or two e-ticket rides. But I, okay, but sure. Also I can see that. But, um, but also just being there is the ride. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and now they're, they're, it's absolutely mind blowing that they're adding Soren. They're adding, I don't know what's they're, going on ride wise, but they're adding Frozen Tangled and Peter Pan and, and another, a new Peter Pan thing that is not the main Peter Pan's flight ride. Right. And has to be like, I think Tony Baxter, I was listening to some old season pass interview with him on the season pass podcast, which you should go back and I listen to those like every six months, I think. I listen to him on the flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug Barnes. Thanks for the interviews. Uh, yeah. So the, I think he was talking about like they were years ago going like, what if we did like a crazy ticket Peter Pan? So like a full scope Peter Pan um, with like the, I guess probably like a Cars Land scope oh. maybe well, i don't know he didn't say that specifically but aren't they also getting the beauty and the beast yes that's the coming scene animatronics that's disneyland that's going in disneyland oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay as is a, a big hero six thing which is not like a crazy ticket thing but it's sort of like luigi's rollick and roadsters it's one of them and i like fun. i like those kind of attractions yeah. it looks really fun and something else i forget what um but these parks are gonna be 
unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so much shit. My like, yeah. The only criticism I could say was like, oh, it'd be nice to have like two more giant rides. You got to go on, and then it's like, oh, well, in two years it'll have that. Yeah, <laughs> like I guess or three, two they're, or three. They're way ahead of you. How cool is it also to think of um, going backwards and Disney not saying, well, we already have a ride of this. Uh, thinking, well, yeah, we have a ride, but why don't we do a, a crazy ride of it? Yeah. Which is sort of what Star Wars is in general. There yeah. is a Star Wars ride. We've had it since the 80s, but hey, what if we did a shitload more? It's a pretty exciting area to think about. Well, yeah. there's already, I mean, it wouldn't be Mr. Toad, although certainly I'd love a car's oh my God. size of Mr. Toad. Oof. That would be the greatest. Um, but it's a little like they did a, I mean, I guess you could argue the Snow White minecart yeah, is a that, little that's bit in of, that genre. Yeah, absolutely i yeah. don't know it leaves a, something to be desired but it's very cool it's a very cool ride so they've they've dabbled in that sure. i mean they have a little luxury a little bit more autonomy and freedom with the oriental land company the company running it mm-hmm. pays i don't know if the term legal term is licensing but you know there there is a Another company helping run Tokyo Disney that operates a little independently from this uses Disney Imagineering, but yeah. kind of does their own thing. And I, I believe is partially funded by the Japanese government as well. Uh, you can definitely feel just the infinite pockets of that place. Yeah. Uh, and like what I can only imagine being an Imagineer. I bet like in the way that. Uh, Tony Baxter speaks very fondly of the Eisner era because mm-hmm. they're like right when he got there. Oh my God, I can do, I have like endless resource to build whatever I want. It, I bet only second to that as an Imagineer was you're getting put on Disney Sea and there's yeah. no, the restrictions there's no are, cap on you. Yeah, are off. Um, that, yeah, the, cause like just those videos of that Beauty and the Beast ride they're opening, you're like, oh, this is going to be incredible. Jeez. And it does, yeah, it does feels, it just feels like they know when running that park that like we, everything has to hit this level of good. Mm -hmm. Like we can't do something shitty and nothing looks shitty that's coming. So not in the least. Yeah. They aren't cheapening out. The only, this is really, we shouldn't uh, get too sidetracked. There was that rumor that they were going to build a third park over there called Disney sky, which I was so excited about. What does that mean? And then it's, and then it was a rumor uh, and it's not true. They were just going to expand. But maybe that was in the pipeline at some point. I hope Which also do. I didn't understand. And I maybe I said this on the show on, the, on my Tokyo, our Tokyo episode, uh, that I really didn't understand Tokyo Disney Sea was because Disneyland and then Sea. Uh-huh. I didn't get that until we were yeah. there, I think. Yeah. Because then I was yeah. like, oh, and Disney Sky. Oh, Land, Land sea, sea, Sky. Sky is so satisfying. It's, it's so satisfying. When I've explained it to people, oh my God, it's Land and Sea? That's so clever. Right. Like, it's, and I was like, oh my God. Very cynical people have been like, oh, I love that. That's so cool. And it's, he's on Tokyo Bay, like has a practical yeah. reason Yeah, well. man. There are views where, especially um, the probably the prettiest zone. Well, there's the ship is, is amazing to be on uh, the the New York area, but also the area with the Aquatopia. If you're on the if you're waiting for the oh, train yeah. that takes you to the New York area, actually that whole train ride, you have like all of the water internally in the park, and they have arranged the views to where it looks like an infinity pool, and it just goes and goes forever. Even though there's a monorail and a service road back there, there is no. Yeah. Like, it does not connect to the literal ocean, but it looks like it does. And that's where it feels like 
it is a beautification project for the city. <laughs> Long Beach could have had this. Yes. And, we yeah. didn't, and I mean, whatever. I mean, I like what we end up ended up with. But, chilies. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, the chilies. <laughs> a lot Long of Beach. chilies. Yes. That's I mean, empty, the ultimate beautification project. Outlet mall empty on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> a dome where an old uh, we're, uh, insane man's plane used to be. And now Carnival Cruise Line uh, boarding and luggage is <laughs> happening. Once a month. Uh, um, I it's it's absolutely insane and uh what was i what the hell was i heading for uh um it's uh it's it's just jaw dropping and 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 here, well here's the other thing i could say about um why i was incorrect about two days mm-hmm. uh and what i can see now uh if you were entirely about getting the rides done if like if like we're going to do the park, we're going to finish this park. Uh, and you were going to war in that way. For sure, you could do it in yes. two days. You could maybe do it in less. I don't know. Uh, what I forgot was all the other dimensions of the theme park experience that I never do. That in my two rides and wine style of visiting now, which I cherish very much, but it is a different thing over there. And there is all of the other stuff that I never do in theme parks. And let me go through these really fast. Uh, just a couple areas. And then but I haven't said, by the way, from the name of the episode, what we're going to end, end up doing to keep me on track so I don't just ramble forever and ever. <laughs> I have isolated what I consider the top 10 rides in Tokyo, not just, just the Disney Resort, but uh, oh. every, everywhere else. And I, I am calling it rides. But they're not all rides. Uh, I, think the I think what I oh, narrowed down to are all rides. Okay. I, yes. I would also like to hear a little about your trip itinerary in general, how you thought about planning it and, <laughs> sure, and that sure. sort of thing. Uh, uh, I, I, I can go into that. Because uh, um, I, I, I like what I did. As I said, the time of year that I went, I think we did. We, we ended up with five nights uh, Tokyo, two nights Kyoto, one, uh, three nights Disney. Mm. I would probably, you know what? I wouldn't even take it away from Disney. I'd just add to Kyoto. Kyoto. Kyoto is incredible. Wouldn't be, uh, it'd be boring for me to explain it, but oh my God, go to Kyoto. Holy shit. Uh, uh, and, uh, especially if you can find, we were on our way to a bamboo forest that we didn't end up going to, but we stumbled into a park where you can visit monkeys. There is a hill that you can climb and the top of it is covered in monkeys. <laughs> and we thought about having a whole like half day to our trip to go to wherever it is where you can see monkeys bathing in hot springs. But some people told me that that is a little sad. Uh, somebody oh. somebody went and said it was a bit of a bummer for some reason and that kind of turned me off. Macaques are the type of monkeys, the like red-faced monkeys that are primarily in, in, in uh, Japan, I think. And, uh, but this gave me the taste of monkeys that I wanted. <laughs> Uh, it's, and you're climbing a hill and you're wondering what the hell is this? And you're seeing like really confusing warning signs that's like, okay, if you see this face, the monkey is scared. And if you see this face, the monkey is angry. And you're like, those look like the same face. I don't know what you're telling me. And then we, and it's so steep. It is so much walking and people are coming down and saying, oh, good luck. And like, what are we? Oh no. What are we heading for? We get up to the top. Huh? I wonder if we're close to the monkeys. Like big old monkey fight breaks oh out, spills down the hill, and we just like back up. I like I'm as cowardly looking as I could possibly be. We think about just turning around. All right, we'll just eat shit on that monkey money. We won't see any monkeys, but we were brave and we got to Monkey Summit. 
And there's there were no other fights. We just happened to see the one Whoa. that it happened. But it is the, this in- incredible city view that you were ignoring because there were 80 monkeys around <laughs> just walking all around you and getting up on the binoculars and like playing with them and turning them uh, of all varieties. A wise old monkey, a cute baby monkey. Whoa. It's one of the best things I've ever <laughs> wow. done with golden sunlight just drenching down from the top. So go to <sighs> go, go to Monkey Mountain. That's not the name of it, but it's certainly what I'm calling it. Right. Conquer Monkey Mountain uh, and go to Kyoto in general. So I, I would do more Kyoto now uh, and maybe, you know, maybe a little less Disney, but uh, maybe not. Hmm. The, the, the one other thing I can say, um, took a bullet train from Tokyo oh. to Kyoto. The bullet train was going so fast <laughs> and I'm looking at a map and I'm seeing how quickly we're plowing through these cities. And I thought, you know... At this rate, we would be at Osaka in 15 minutes. Oh. And my wheels are spinning. And I think, well, we're cramming a lot of theme parks into this trip because there's things I haven't even mentioned yet that I that I did. And I'm like, you know what? Now that I know the speed of this thing, maybe I need to go to Universal Studios Japan. I get, I tell Aaron uh, what the bit my wheels are spinning. She rolls her eyes, but is like... You're right. No, you're right. Yep. Yep. Maybe we got, yeah. All right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Uh, I st- I'm, I'm thinking of everything. I asked Justin Michael, uh, uh, the time zones hooked up. I was like, is it, would this be crazy? I don't know. I don't think it'd be crazy. It'd be pretty cool. Jaws. And, and then I looked at the refurbishment schedule. T2 was down. Oh, and that was enough to break the tie for me because that's like the main thing. You're I feel- like Jaws. I like backdraft. I like everything else they have, but <sighs> T- seeing T2 and we just recorded an episode about T2. If it, it was would, up. Yeah. Would been really it was the first day it was closed yeah i missed it by one day well there was a crazy and i'm regretting this now is that when we were there there was a crazy halloween thing going Mm -hmm. on like a weird haunt at universe like there whatever their horror nights is and I, it was like, you have to know Japanese to do it, which we couldn't oh, do it. No. But I was still like, could we still do it, though? <laughs> well, in the summer, they have like a full on like anime, like theming, like mm-hmm. retheming some rides, anime pop ups. Like and it's like for some of the months, it's like Lupin and uh, uh, oh, I forget. It's, I think it's Detective Conan in some languages, uh, and then other times it's Attack on Titan, and and so like it changes. They change it up. They do like God. this thing lasts a few months, but then halfway through it changes again. Like so, it's a whole like short run sort Jeez. of thing. Um, maybe this is that you. This is still an this area that either might you can carve out, carve out, being the first reporter. person to to yeah. go to Universal Japan. I, I thought, like, how proud would I be to surprise you guys? Oh, yeah, with that, that would be great. Yeah, that and would to crazy. take a photo under their City Walk King Kong. Well, and their Spider Man photo op where he's like hanging down. Like, I mean, I feel like you gotta go because they have like Spider Man too. To. Yeah, if you can, ma- if you can make sure nothing's closed, they also don't have whatever the crazy. I think it's called Space Fantasy. Whatever mm. replace. E.T., which I yeah. hate, obviously, but uh, right. uh, whatever that is looks cool. But that was down, too. So um, I we're thinking next year. If you, So you're thinking yeah. after uh, Nintend- Nintendo opens. Yeah. 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 I can Ooh, see that's why. That's a good idea. I kind of, I mean, I want to go. Take your son. Have a nice <laughs> trip, the three of you or just the you two of you. You know what they say? Three is fun. 
<laughs> threes are fun. There are um, no one has any qualms about three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I really am interested by uh, Japanese baseball culture. So I would want to take in oh, either a Giants game or, yeah. Yes, um, Tokyo Dome. I'll say, now, I did go to Tokyo Dome City. Oh, we texted about that a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. it was during a baseball game. And I thought, do I do it? And then I turned around and I saw the line. It's one of the craziest lines I've ever seen for anything in my life. It's so I did not very, see baseball. It's supposed to be very intense. I uh, think if if you do it, book a baseball game six months in advance. Oh, yeah, do it for way sure. in advance. They yeah. even have standing room, which sounds like a nightmare. And I read a Yelp review that was like, it is a nightmare. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So uh, do it with some foresight. But yeah, maybe you got to go. I think you got everybody's yeah. got to go. If you're listening gotta to this, go, yeah. you got to go. Everyone find a way to go. Uh, it's so fucking great. So I was on my way to the non ride things that are why you need to go, which are in a couple categories for me. Uh, characters. I don't meet the characters. Mm. I never do. Only in the rare, in a rare occasion am I like, oh, let's get a picture with Minnie. You have no choice. You got to meet characters, especially when you walk into uh before really before the their main street world bazaar starts uh, uh if you just the courtyard at the front of tokyo disneyland the, every once in a while there's just this explosion of characters unrelated just 12 of them run out and do you do people just get up in a line no they <laughs> cluster around the characters uh, uh who somehow managed to keep track of who was the last to walk up to them it is like seeing a celebrity get mobbed by audio hounds uh uh and they like make time for everybody it's crazy i don't think there's, i saw that happen uh that's sort i mean there's lineups too you yeah. you wait 90 minutes to meet duffy or whatever but these little like character street parties i was thinking how so many advertisements for disney parks over the years have been here's uh, you know, like you're partying in the streets with Mickey and Donald <laughs> and you then you get there and it's as formal and functional as it could be. This really felt like I'm at a street party and I don't mm-hmm. know who I'm going to turn around and see. Uh, I had a great time with the following characters. <laughs> Easter Dale, as I said, the gray Aristocat, Captain Hook and one of the three little pigs. I have photos that I will cherish and really good times with all of those characters. Do I care about any of them? No. <laughs> I don't like uh, I don't Not know even which Aristocat. I do boy Chip and they're, sure. they're pushing Chip and Dale really hard right now. They're pushing Rescue Rangers really hard right yes. now yeah. in Japan and it was exciting to see and I bought a gadget and uh, it's great. But uh th- like these who cares characters were so much fun. The Gray Aristocat like grabbed two girls from the crowd and like kind of like like put his hands up to his head and like spun around like he's dri- they're driving him crazy <laughs> and he grabbed the girls and walked away with them like you're coming with me <laughs> and then he backed up to Aaron and added her to the mix too oh my so I lost Aaron to an Aristocat <laughs> uh uh and then and lots of little things like they're pointing at people's toys and a girl walked up and had the gray Aristocat on her bag and he was like yeah there we go <laughs> and then he pointed at a different one that was not him and went no boo get out of here wow <laughs> and then back to him and the character bits are, are mm-hmm. just a blast Aaron got to meet Susie and Perla the Cinderella mice who <laughs> We've had sensed that they have an odd amount of presence in Tokyo Disneyland. I wonder if we'll get to meet them. We were literally, the line was cut off. We did not, we couldn't meet them, but 
they saw Aaron losing her shit and they came up to her on the way out, wow. both hugged her. She said, you're my favorite. They <laughs> heaped so much. They like did. I'm not worthy to her like Wayne and Garth. Wow. Magic. All of the character <laughs> performers are incredible. Uh, uh, it, it pure land, too. It's just like the it's. It feels like an elevated art. It's more like mime or something. Mm-hmm. Like these people are so good. Not to insult anybody, there's great characters in uh, in the the, L, the U.S. parks. But holy shit, uh, <laughs> characters. Um, uh, bathrooms. Oh yeah. We just released our Tangled Bathroom episode. Mike, you were talking up Tokyo bathrooms. Absolutely right. Oh my god. The love, the degree of cleanliness, the seat warming, yeah. the options if you need a little extra <laughs> cleanliness help uh, uh, while you're in there. Uh, the parks are crawling with children. I think the U.S. parks have pretty good bathroom cleanliness, considering, however, these are facilities that thousands of babies are going in and out of every day. So they just are what they are. I didn't smell shit <laughs> anywhere, probably in the entire city, but especially the parks. How do they manage that? I mean, I think it's a combination of a very diligent janitorial staff and everyone uh, cleans up after themselves there. Yeah. It's a much yeah. different. There's not as much litter on the street. There's not mm-hmm. that many garbage cans. I've, I don't know if you noticed that around. Yeah. Which does that encourage you to like, hey, hold on to this and go I, throw away, go throw it away when you can. I think that's absolutely. I think, yeah, it's like you carry it home as opposed to. So there's no psychological way. Like, I think you just get used to either not taking a cup with you from the restaurant or you hold on to it. So you get home and discard it. Yeah. Yeah. You're annoyed at first. I want to throw it away now. But then Mm -hmm. it makes you do it in a place that can handle it. Yeah. So it's a combo, probably. You know, it's the other thing. Uh, uh, Sanitizer for the seats. Oh, yeah. You don't just put down the the paper. You don't. I hate the crumply paper that you sit on in the bathrooms. I, 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 it's so those are awful to sit on. Yeah. They, they have essentially hand sanitizer. (laughs) You put it on some toilet paper, rub down the seat, and then you sit (laughs) on the seat. Why isn't that standard practice everywhere? I would like a robot to do that, though. I don't even want to. Sure. I mean, they're, they're. There's those weird ones that are like plastic that you hit it and it like it's like a conveyor belt that goes around. Have you seen those? No. no. I don't know. I've seen these a couple times. I don't know where specifically, <laughs> but it's like the seat is covered in plastic. You hit a button and then it goes and like new plastic like rotates around, <laughs> but you can't tell if it's just the same plastic. There's no uh, real way to know unless it was covered in shit and now it's not. Uh, that would be hmm. the only way you would know. You see in hotels a lot now, their remotes are like... um What's the term? Like bacteria resistant or whatever. TV remotes. Oh, I don't know what that means. They've coated it in something? Like it's antimicrobial. Is that Hmm. what it is? Um, But but you see that every now because you always hear about like, oh, the dirtiest parts of hotels, like the, the TV remote. Aaron sprays them down. That's the first thing she does when she gets anywhere. Makes sense. Yeah. They can have cleaned all the surfaces, but... A thousand people have touched that remote. The first thing I do, maybe less nowadays because I'm on my phone all the time. But like when I was younger, I would just as soon as I walked into a hotel room, turn the TV on, like without even thinking. And my parents would tease me about it (laughs) because you get yeah, but TV that's not your TV. Different channels or an information channel. Most importantly, the the holy grail. (laughs) HBO is good, but an information channel that loops every hour. There's that time in Vegas when you had to leave the dinner early at the bachelor party because you were um, feeling a little ill 
and uh, we came back and you were asleep, uh, but the King of Queens was on the TV. <laughs> I was probably looking for the information channel and dozed <laughs> off before I got to it. It was also, uh, the time was about 10.30 p.m. <laughs> yeah, it was about 10. I thought it was five in the morning. Or something. Um, but I had a layover in Vegas, like an unexpected layover where they put you up at night and and that was what I settled on to like fall asleep to. Oh man. Cause I, I, have... I checked my luggage too. So I didn't have another change of clothes. So I was just like joylessly sleeping in this, this strange hotel with like the Vegas information channel on. I have watched informational videos about the Mandalay Bay dolphin encounter more times than you can count. <laughs> sure. It never changes. There's no, inf- I don't want to yeah. do the dolphin encounter. I just want to watch this, some dull person. Dolphins talk about love it. being in the desert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really better for them. Yeah. It kind of aerates the, aerates the blubber. Uh, um, I don't know if they have blubber. Um, uh, what are my what are my categories? Oh, oh, uh, uh, merchandise. I don't shop in the parks here, mm-hmm. and so much of the merchandise is generic. But there, it's cute stuff, and it's like one of a kind. If there's something on a ride, you're probably if there's if there's some component to a ride that you like, there's probably a toy of it. Yeah. Uh, and you can and you like I got to have I need to have some little trinket to remember this unique experience I had spent so much time shopping and uh, and to that end, I've come back with some things for the both of oh you. My gosh. Oh, That's why I, I feel bad because I got duffel. I got you such a little thing. You guys oh, no, for little things great. from at 82. It was great. I'm still eating um, the candies. I have one. Uh, um, I have one little this is a little thing, uh, but I I converted some yen coins into country bear theater. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> crushed crushed pennies. yen. Uh, uh, what's that? Crushed yen? Is that what I it is? I guess so. Yeah, because you weren't uh, crushing American pennies. Right? No, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Would have would have been wow. a, little, a little, little hundred. Uh, and these are and specifically uh, for Mike uh, Trixie and for. <laughs> Jason, the Sunbonnet Trio. Ooh. Um, I'll hand those over. I can also hand these later. No, uh, look at them now. But uh, um, uh, let's see. Uh, for these are, these are nice. Not bad, right? Yeah, and you. very specific. And like, it's not just of the theater in general. No, There's the choose your character. I hope I chose well. Oh yeah, I think we forced sure. Jason to be associated with the Sunbonnet Trio before. <laughs> My um, girls, he likes it. <laughs> uh, for for Jason to uh, commemorate your taste in rides and your taste in treats, I have for you a <laughs> a little a die cast a scale one four four five scale uh, Mark Twain. There's these wow. wonderful little. Oh, wow. There's little vehicles. There's a massive collection and even like a catalog of them, and they're so cool. They have them for the monorails, for the buses that take you to the hotels. They have for the ride, the journey into the center of the earth vehicle. I, I, I bought a bunch of these things. I think they're so cool. But I got one of the of the Mark Thank Twain. You That's so for much. you. And then I liked this a lot. A uh, this is a <laughs> plastic churro. <laughs> that is also a pencil on the inside. Wow. That is vaguely Mickey ear also, if you look at it down the That's barrel. That's so great. Uh, I like that a lot. We're Tokyo Disney Resort, where dreams come true uh, in, uh, in churro form. The multi-use churro. Can't Wonderful. eat it, though. Sorry. Well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, and for Mike, uh, I mean, this here, brighten your home with this and share this with Lindsay. But 
a uh, a tiny plush of our beloved. Oh, Chandu. Chandu. The most adorable character. Throw Chandu here. I shall. Here, Thank good, you very much. Chandu, good luck on your journey to Mike's arms. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey, you've survived. Congrats hey, on your journey. Thank you for Chandu. That, and then, and as requested. Oh, a specifically requested item, a T-shirt. Well, I'm for sure Venmoing which you for this. Is, oh, no. Let's call it a gift. It's uh, from the Tokyo Disney Resort. This is a <laughs> shirt that my, this is an exclusive thing that Mike wanted, which is a, what, it's a pastel design <laughs> of Mickey. Of, of mickey bars uh, but very detailed mickey bars yeah so like the mm-hmm. mickey mickey like uh, not ice cream but uh popsicles essentially but it's his oh, head sure. and they're different colors and they're all over and i follow it on instagram there's an account that just posts when new merchandise pops up in tokyo disney uh-huh. that's how i knew about this so i it popped up like you're there or you were there, gonna be there in a day or two and i went uh-huh. oh shit i want this <laughs> and you said like if you happen to run into it i figured i couldn't miss this and i saw it the first night so uh well, thank so there you, you very go. Here, much i won't throw this i'll uh, i'll deal with that later. but that's just a design um, they don't sell those kind of popsicles they do. do they do I ate wait one. really oh yeah, my yeah. goodness oh. i have a picture one of my pictures i think i posted oh, yeah, on instagram eating po- oh, i'm eating okay. that same yeah. popsicle oh really i didn't realize that because they're very similar to i think someone posted on our facebook group an old those old mickey popsicles that was like mickey donald mini and goofy and they were the different flavors and they were the full body mm-hmm. yeah do you remember those so like i have a great affection for those and this is close because it's just a head right, right right and it's pretty detailed for a popsicle but it's a pretty fun design many many colors are presented we'll post a photo of it get one yeah. if you go there <laughs> uh, um and and you know speaking of treats that's a thing to discuss but here's here's what we'll do let's uh, let's take a quick break and when we come back uh i have Several mini lists, one of which is my my favorite treats of the trip. Uh, And then uh, Scott's Tokyo Top 10, the best rides in the city of Tokyo. Welcome back. Let's continue our journey. Good luck, Mike and Jason, on our journey through my trip. (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, So... uh, I'm so all right. Here we go. I to, in order to sort of guide this discussion, so I don't just uh, rant and rail forever. I've picked out, and it was tough to do. As tough to do as uh, as navigating the fake rock final four. Uh, uh, tough to narrow it down to the, what I consider the ten. I, I don't know if I, I mean. I guess I'd call them the ten best rides, but it's also it's a highly uh, subjective list. It's definitely it's the 10 rides I had the most fun on Mm -hmm. during my vacation. But before that, I have a a couple mini lists, uh, which I'll try to make make go a little faster. Uh, um, But one of one of those lists is uh, is treats. Another thing, I'm pro- I am the least uh, uh, treat of boy <laughs> of this uh, treat boy laden uh, uh, podcast, and uh, uh, but you know in in Tokyo you couldn't help it. Uh, everything everything looked fantastic. Everything had a giant line, and you knew that wasn't arbitrary. Uh, uh-huh. It's not just them being fetishy about we have to try everything. You're like if there's a line, it's got to be good, and uh, uh, it was I was always right on. You know what? I'll also give this update. Anytime Tokyo has come up, I've been I've expressed concern for Aaron. Uh, uh, my wife is a vegetarian. And how is she going to fare uh, in Tokyo in general and especially in the parks? Great. Did great. There are very few vegetarian options. I will say that. But 
vegetarian curry. Curry's mm-hmm. really good. There's so much curry in the park. Oh, it's great. I love yeah. it. Japanese oh, I curry's love curry. awesome. Uh, uh, that, that as their hamburgers or whatever, <laughs> that's a that's a great trade off. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so and a, and a really good margarita pizza at this uh, uh, sit down restaurant in the uh, in the Mediterranean area. Mm-hmm. Uh, vegan might be tougher. Vegan's probably very tough, but uh, vegetarian we did all right. In in the city in general, we we had she had some of the best food she's mm-hmm. ever had quite literally i think the best pizza uh we've, oh, ever, wow. we've ever had which sounds crazy but oh, I, think, I think it is true uh, uh at a place that i don't remember the name of but it's in the nakameguro area and it's mm-hmm. on the show ugly delicious uh, uh with david chang i think i'm getting that right mm-hmm. uh so, i don't know look it all up if you want good pizza neapolitan pizza in japan it's unbelievable uh uh but so disney treats uh I'm going to do these just as three. Number three, Little Green Dumplings. Little Green mm. Dumplings, the name for the mochi. The, oh, yeah. Uh, oh. The Toy Story alien mochi, uh, which was b- very good. Not like mind-blowingly good, but a, a pretty neat mm-hmm. snack. Are you guys aware of the? Are you familiar with this before? Sure. Did you do it, Mike? Yeah. Well, I didn't do it. I had a Gudetama mochi. Oh, I didn't do that. Land. I'm jealous yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't do any Gudetama food, and we didn't really eat in Sanrio. The Pure food land. wasn't so great, but well, I like that mochi. Thank you for, you gave me that heads up, <laughs> and we just went to like a, a adjacent food court uh, yeah. in that area. Uh, that's another thing in Japan. Food court food, all good. Convenience store food, good. Train yeah. station food. You sent us a picture from 7-Eleven or mm-hmm. Post-It one, and, oh, and I, love, I wanted. I love 7-Eleven. I hear it's great. Yeah. The food Japan. is great there. I mean, you. Oh. Your picture was very funny because it was men's dress shirts next to pornography. Oh yes, I was switching back and forth between uh, mm. how quickly you could get from a nice dress shirt to uh, kind of yeah. raunchy pornography, and then sure. just like great rice treats, uh, uh, one step away. Salarymen work long hours. They kind of need everything at one spot <laughs> for the convenience. Yeah. My favorite uh, 7-Eleven treat was the Coke that was. Was flavored to lemon and vitamins. 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 Mm-hmm. What's the l- flavor of vitamins? I don't know. It just said lemon and vitamins, so I got it. Mm. Whoa! <laughs> Did I you mean, do any like hot food from Seven No, I didn't. I I didn't either. But it all seemed good. I didn't yeah. do McDonald's, admittedly. Oh, we did too much McDonald's. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's it's not too different, <laughs> honestly. Okay, okay. Me. Not like incredibly better. But. I did get like an interesting like. <laughs> tea with turmeric in it or something like an iced tea with turmeric no they had some cool drinks but nothing like crazy turmeric turmeric what did i call it turmeric it's cumeric i think a cumeric oh cumeric yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh did you do like sodas i think like i'm not a soda person even in like weird unusual ones but i'm told the sodas in the park are, are cool um, I feel like I did a little of it, but nothing crazy. Nothing. I was like, oh, my gosh. OK, OK. Uh, um, well, yeah, little green dumplings, not oh, my gosh. But anyway, you get a little like uh, plastic dish of three mm-hmm. mochi and you don't know what flavor it's going to be. till you bite in. But it's uh, I think we got all three. Uh, 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 it's the Neapolitan. It's strawberry, chocolate, vanilla. Sounds and good. they're very cute and a lot of fun. Good treat. Uh, number two, a potato churro. This mm. is familiar to you. You didn't do this. Uh, this was at a cart inside the volcano and uh, a big old line. And we wondered what the hell's up with that. It's got to be good for something. They like come out like in and out and they like, OK, now what do you there's like a pre-order uh-huh. situation. It's that level of intensity. Uh, 
I don't this I think you would both love the potato churro. Um uh I wrote down notes. It's kind of salty on the outside and then soft and potatoey on the inside. Um so it's like churro texture but more like the innards of a french fry people say it's like a giant french fry but i found it to be almost also a little bit like if you gave like if you let the best chef in the world make a domino's breadstick that's what oh it would be like. interesting it, it almost sounds a little like a knish oh i think so yeah i'm not super knish familiar but that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, really unique and odd. Uh, but all the ch- they had like a they had a Nemo colors churro, like bright orange oh, yeah, over I've by that, that Nemo ride. That was fantastic. Uh, you can't go wrong. I don't even you don't even need to listen to my top three. Just buy anything you see and <laughs> it'll be great. Um, but my number one curry popcorn did you do popcorn we had chocolate popcorn i don't okay, think we did okay. the curry popcorn we did a few we did honey uh, over in the poo area mm-hmm. we did caramel and they're all great and they all make the park smell great yes anytime you're passing by a popcorn cart oh my god there's a, they also like release whatever they consider an easter smell before <laughs> the easter show starts and great smells throughout san rio Pureland too like so, so i could i could have ranked the smells but uh, i'm not prepared for that but curry number one this like savory popcorn uh so unique we had just chocolate i think i'm trying to remember maybe we had one other flavor but it was not curry Mm -hmm. that sounds good i mean there's so much curry there yeah so you don't want to go overboard with curry and yet this was you know so you know there seemed to be like a soy sauce one there were a couple of uh uh, there's some like Chinese barbecue mm. kind of popcorn, but I, but I didn't, I didn't know how big of a deal the popcorn is, how big of a deal the collector, uh, things you there, you can get your popcorn in a Mark Twain and you carry it around <laughs> your neck all day. Uh, like a <laughs> would they fill it with, um, uh, egg custard? Cause custards are big there, right? Too. Cause I. They all, yeah, I don't know if I had any custard in the park. I, I feel like I had decent custard somewhere in Japan, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I think you'd you'd be able to find a way. Or after the day's over, go to Seven Eleven, just DIY, pour I, a bunch of custard into that Mark Twain I, custard and like red bean. I love red bean as like a filling and mm-hmm. stuff, and and curry and rice. Like if I knew how to make this stuff, like I should learn how to just make it because I would like eat some of the stuff every day. Yeah, if I could. I know, me too. And it also feels like, even though you're like stuffing yourself, it feels healthier on some level. Yeah. You feel the freshness of everything. I think just less processed food mm-hmm. there, more fresh stuff. I am fighting every urge I have to become that guy who's like, well, so I've just been in Japan. So <laughs> I'm doing, I'm sort of, I'm eating differently because I don't want all that, you know, all that stuff that's not good. I'm like, and putting, I'm like tempted to put lanterns up in my apartment. I'm like, I, oh, yeah, I'm we're, teetering on becoming the worst. Yeah, but we you, were doing I, that bit for months. In really? all, yeah, in, yeah. all fairness, it is the country that invented cup noodle as well. So like, you know, not swings both ways. Swings yeah, a lot sure, of ways. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, not started, everything is the highest of taste. So what, but what you're saying is you don't want to go to the sushi restaurant we discovered after this that says like happy hour, half off. And the happy hour runs from noon till 10 p.m. It's like, so it's half off. So that's just your prices. That's your prices for your operating hours. It's not so much happy hour. Yeah, I like that place. 
I like it too. I just think it's funny that they're like half off during yeah. the special time. They're trying to trick us. I just yeah. don't know if I'm going to like the taste because it's like you're getting fresh fish when you're in Tokyo. And well, I'm we like, were watching, we were watching, um, and this is a very popular anime, but uh, My Hero Academia, which is sure. on, uh, which is all its Hot Topics main display now if you go by in the mall. Hugely popular. Um, yeah. But Lindsay was like, I don't know. I've really not gotten into anime. And then we were watching it. And she's like, you know, now that we've been there. <laughs> Yeah. It's oh, like, did it get uh, you on that train? Well, it's a little bit like, you know, we're kind of like more familiar with the culture now and like, huh, you know, so like it is, that's real, but also like very aware of how annoying it is, how annoying we could be of like, you know what, it's a little more connected to the culture. So like we really like the, the music and the art that's produced there. You were skating the, the most delicate line. It's exactly where I'm at. Yeah. I do not want to be an off-putting dude. Maybe I just have to do it. In my own quiet ways. Yes. Uh, and actually, really, what I mean, I can tell you what it means for Aaron, which is she's very committed now to find out way more about the mythology of each and every Sanrio character. Oh, yeah. It's oh, sure, less sure. of a lifestyle thing and more about what's that tall Karopi? What's his deal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she will know and we'll talk about it soon. Uh, hey, wouldn't be a Scott Gardner trip report if I didn't rank the three best drinks oh, hell yeah. of the trip. Um, number number three, the Manhattan at the Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, Lounge I didn't get it on Should the have. boat. What'd you have there? Uh, I can't remember the name. It was like a fruit. It was like a fruit uh, purpley drink. Uh, with Very sugar nice. around the rim, uh-huh. really sweet, really great. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to remember the w- other one. There was one other one I had, and I can't remember. Did you ever do a lemon drop uh, anywhere? Uh, somewhere, yeah, but not there. Yeah, that's like not my genre of drink, but I, I liked, would like. I liked it when I had it. Um, you know, it was. First of all, I also to thank you, Mike. I might have missed the Teddy Roosevelt's Lounge. Mm-hmm. I might have been unaware of it had you not talked it up. Uh, the downside of this is that it is demonstrably a better drinking location than even my beloved Carthay Circle lounge. Yeah, I think did you did you sit in the main room or did you sit closer to the bar? Uh we the main room. We, Cuz we that's past the we bar. were by the bar and it's a little less good over there. Oh okay. Oh we see we thought about going back. And it's uh, not bad because you want to sit by those bear pylons. Yes. In the big area is we were like oh, that was probably the place to get seated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, it was it was it was pretty good. It was pretty. Yeah. And we I walked around and I took pictures of all of the the Teddy. Uh-huh. There's a little Teddy bear. Uh, just nice to pay tribute to TR of TR um, while in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, the the only thing that I could take solace in in this excellent drinking location is that it was certainly no Carthay Manhattan. Uh, oh. It was nice and a great place to dance. More why I'm putting it on there. It's not as if it was an incredible Manhattan, but a great place to get a drink. Right. Uh, just a blast. Aaron was pointing out so we were in the in line for that bar. And she was pointing out, just look at the carpet right here. Even as beautiful as Carthay Circle is, you can feel that the carpet is like a little beaten up. This mm-hmm. place looks like opening day. There's <laughs> not one square inch of Disney Sea that doesn't look like opening day. Yeah, it's um, wild. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Um, it's just like a little bender in there. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, although I will also, t- I'll talk up another thing that we, that we America does better, uh, uh, with this, no, my number two, the Italian white wine at the Ristorante di Canaletto in the Mediterranean area oh. of Disney sea, uh, excellent pizza there. Uh, uh, one, I think, I think the only like nice vegetarian meal, um, in, in the park, but a pretty good one. And you know what? I hate to say it. I think that pizza might've ruined 
Red Rocket's pizza port for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a guest. <laughs> as as beloved as the hamburger pizza is to me. No, just having like really good pizza. I mean, there is good pizza, I guess, in the Disney parks, but uh yeah. at a sit-down restaurant in the you're just you're comparing it immediately to the worst theme park pizza you've ever had. And I, I think I've said before the best pizza is is uh via napoli or napolini whatever it's called in in epcot and in downtown disney out here it's the same mm. outside restaurant group running Wait, the those. epcot one is the same it's, it is the same people oh running it. i didn't know that okay okay um, huh. i believe yeah and that is yeah that that is excellent uh, yeah um the epcot one hypes up more that they tried to find the water that's a chemical makeup close to the mineral count of naples <laughs> like uh-huh. uh, um that I think what I have sensed is that from this really good place I went to that I cannot remember the name of, but it's themed after both 20,000 Leagues type submarines and Beatles yellow submarine at once. Uh-huh. It is a mall, and you take submarine a submarine spiral staircase down to like a Beatles room. This restaurant in Nakamegaro, God, unbelievable. Next time you go, you have, have to have to go there. But the... Um, this place seems to be very like it's the right water. It's all that yeah. stuff. There's four ingredients, but it's the best sure. ingredients ever. And I'm told the pizza has only recently gotten really good in Japan. And this place seemed like part of that, probably. I, I thought it was great. Uh, and just nice to have some solid wine because wine, not so good in Japan. There's one downside. We are near Napa uh, uh, and uh, in the Central Coast. It's just better here. So I'm thankful for that. I like our Manhattans. I like our wine, but it was nice to have some of that mm-hmm. in uh, uh, in Disney. Um, also, like everywhere in Japan seems kind of like, do you want the red wine or the white wine? You have two choice. Like there's no menu. It's like which bottle of the two. Oh, right, sure. right, right, uh, right. And there was a uh, there was a tiny amount of selection at this place, and uh, was there it made so- us very happy. Beer very popular. Mm-hmm. In Japan, yeah, and Japanese yeah. whiskey, really which beer. is closer oh, to God, Scotch, right? Whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin Michael uh, mentioned a place called that we ended up going to called Bar Ben Fittich. Oh, yeah, it's a very there. like uh, super like Harry Pottery, and you just there's no menu. You just say like what base you want, and uh-huh. they'll give you the greatest thing. <laughs> You've wow. ever had. Right. So whiskey's, yeah, whiskey's killer. Uh, I didn't do a ton of sake. It was pretty good when I had it. I think I, I had some decent sake. Uh, oh, you know, it's another good restaurant in Disney Sea. There's a sit down fish market restaurant in the New York area that oh. looks like a New York, fi- an old New York fish market. Hmm. Uh, and it's like, as good, I I think all any fish option at Carthay Circle rocks, mm-hmm. like uh, every bit is good, maybe better at this place. So, uh, if you're looking for restaurant recommendations, uh, sorry I don't have the names for you, <laughs> but go to the fish market one. It's not that hard to find. Uh, um, but anyway, number one, pretty simple: the Kirin Ichiban Draft inside the volcano. It's in the bottom level. It's called the Nautilus Galley. There's a couple places you can just get a good draft beer uh, in in Disney Sea. Uh, but man, if like when I was, if you're chasing that beer in the cars area vibe, uh-huh. shit, crazy <laughs> good beer. Uh, uh, real, just simple. Like I don't know. There's only one option, and they knock it out of the park. I think there's like a frozen kind too, where it's a little bit like ice cream or something at yes, the top. Yes, I think Kieran like pioneered that. Oh, okay. And I think it was a thing like Dole Whip. You could only get it like two places. Like you could uh, get it in Japan or you could get it at the Japanese pavilion in Epcot. But oh. now I think it's branched out because I think I saw it for sale on like Fairfax. Okay. 
Huh. Interesting. Is the Japanese food is is this the Japan Pavilion good? Uh, uh, food wise, uh, I think they're changing. There's a uh, new restaurant going I in think there, that's right? right? Like I a signature uh, one. We haven't had too much at that pavilion. I haven't for, really either. Wise, hmm. In all of the times I've gone, hmm. next time. I'm curious how legitimate. Do you guys know this fact about uh, uh, about Tokyo Disneyland that there's there was this weird thing, Meet the World, that um, that's it's what was there before Monsters Inc. Ride and Seek, and it was their American adventure. It looks. Deathly boring. Yeah. Uh, robots telling the history of, of Japan. I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. Um, I don't really either. This is pretty hard to watch video on YouTube. There seems to be an animated stork and the robots seem very good, but boy, does it seem dreadfully boring. And the issue with this attraction was always, they tell the story of Japan and then they speed you up to modern times and they briefly nod to, we had some dark years, but then <laughs> it got be- And everyone always was like, this is pretty tricky to e- to grace past the dark years. Uh, uh, so it was always an iffy attraction, and I think they wanted to get it out of there. And now it's a very cute Monsters <laughs> Inc. ride. But I found this fact out via Jim Hill that they this attraction was developed for the Epcot Pavilion, the Japan Epcot Pavilion, and they built the building for it, and it's there. Oh. If you go backstage at Epcot... There's this building that they've never used huh. for anything. Interesting. It was supposed to be their American adventure. And instead, they just carted it over to uh, to Tokyo. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Another interesting fact, because it's the Oriental Land Company, they almost called, in the 70s, all of the paperwork called Tokyo Disney Oriental Japan, or Oriental Disneyland. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. that al- It almost was opened as... <laughs> The that probably icky name that would have been changed i i would imagine so uh uh anyway uh, uh yeah real good drinks and i'll tell you what walking around the volcano with that great beer made me think well if beer factored into why i like those <laughs> those rocks and cars land so much do we screw up maybe we screwed up you think mount prometheus and all of that is, is the best maybe i think it might be i think i think i had the bias i had a hometown bias uh, well, for sure, we had a hometown bias. Well, we'll have in. to see in twenty twenty <laughs> when I Jason you, goes. I think you could make the argument that Mount Prometheus deserved to be in the last four or two for I think sure. It probably, I mean, that was that was tough in there. Yeah. We all remember that was Madhouse. Yeah, did Matterhorn make it to the final four? It might have. I think it's a conference issue. I think if you were like ranking, if there wasn't like yeah. the pairings, I think Mount Prometheus would have made it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, look, there were some oversights in the final. We didn't, I think we should have, somebody pointed out, we should have put those like blue rocks from Tomorrowland in Orlando in the mix. Cause those are Maybe. very fun. Maybe. I, I've been there. I, I've seen them. They are good, and they might belong at least in the bracketing. So I'm saying there were problems maybe with the bracket, but couldn't be perfect. I think maybe people are right. Another one we heard a lot was um, the Little Mermaid stuff in Florida. Mm -hmm. Do you consider it coral, perhaps? People were even doing the rationale for us. Well, you can't put it in because it's coral, but... And I'm like, we didn't say that. You're making yeah. up a rule. We, yeah, we that came up with the petrified trees of Black Spire Outpost. Right. Well, that's... Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, we'll certainly see. So it. I'm it's still a, very thankful those didn't win. A, a different... <laughs> 
a different uh, ball game in 2020 with Black Spire Outpost. And if we've all been to Japan by then. It, we may need we, to. Re- yeah, may, you can cast the final vote. I at least think it should yeah. have been in final four, if not final two, if not final one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm by, well, by, it's pretty jaw dropping. Skeptical about this uh, Florida Tomorrowland rocks. I don't know. About I don't know if they blend in with the retrofuturism. I would mm, need to I like examine them, cool. them closer in person. <laughs> I've seen them. I like them. <laughs> uh, better than ours. Better, uh, better California, than ours. For California sure. rocks. Let's not talk not. about. Yeah, that's it's too dark. Uh, uh, so with that said, I can now head into my top 10 rides. Uh, finally, we'll be talking about rides uh, in, in this involved. I will include everything in Tokyo, not just, uh, not, just uh, not just the Disney parks. A couple of caveats before I head into the top 10. Uh, as I've said before, Pooh's Honey Hunt was sadly down when I was there. And I think almost undoubtedly it would be in my top 10. Mm-hmm. However, it cannot be as I have not been on this ride a good reason to go back and there's many of those uh the other thing is we gonna this like all right uh i knew before coming home that i was i knew that i wanted to isolate at least one attraction and remove it from my main tokyo episode and put it over on the second gate i didn't know what it was going to be but i figured there's gonna be something that i love so much that i can't even take up the real estate of this main episode to talk about it and there was an experience so unique so narratively rich that I can't possibly fit it into this episode. So I'm declaring right now that we will be doing a second gate episode about the pan galactic pizza port, <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant uh-huh. in Tomorrowland. Um, this is non-negotiable, uh, uh-huh. gentlemen, we will be doing this. And, uh, as, as soon as we possibly can, because it's taking everything I have right to not just, uh, spill my guts about this thing right now. I have to contain it. I have to take a deep breath and save it a little bit. This is one of my favorite things ever to exist. I love it so much. Can you say the name of the character that you like? Uh, yes. Why in the Pangalactic Pizza Port, you follow the uh, the hijinks and the travails of Tony Solaroni. <laughs> you also uh, meet uh, his wife. You meet his mean boss, Mr. Fusano. <laughs> you get to experience his machine in action, the PZ-5000. Mm. And uh, we will be talking about all of this in depth uh, over on the second gate. So, so get ready. I fe- you know, somebody tweeted an old Disney News magazine article about this thing right before I got there. They tweeted it at us and I was ready and rare. And I remember seeing this as a kid and I went and found that issue. So now wow. I know about the making of the Pangalactic Pizza Port. <laughs> Whoa. It's so incredible. We will be doing that on the second gate too. There's a ton there. I, I, as I said on my Instagram, I think I found my favorite thing of my childhood in my thirties. Right. It took till now. <laughs> Holy shit. So we'll see you at the pan galactic and it, during which I will also contain my thoughts in general about uh, Tokyo Tomorrowland because oh, right, right, holy right. shit and I'll just briefly say here Rex is a hitchhiking ghost droid thank you for not telling me that what is a, a delight I think we said that very cl- that was one of the ways as soon as you left I think we yelled it I think. oh no <laughs> I think I'm glad that, I made it out in time because I think we knew we had to keep that one under the head <sighs> but it is we did round the corner and we were like whoa <laughs> yeah yes me too <laughs> As you can imagine. Oh, man. And then there's still another Rex. I, oh, boy. Yeah. And there's just, there's, 
I'm I'm gonna call it number one Tomorrowland. I think it's number one Tomorrowland. Wow, really interesting for me for what I'm after. Hmm, and t- Tony Solaroni, that's no, yeah, no yeah, small yeah. part of it. So I love that entryway, that blue and white entryway for um wait the uh, for the land the for land so oh, those yeah. spires and yeah. yeah yeah oh my god uh, uh I mean I feel like that's what they all used to look like and they've like kept that classic. Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. as they all should have. What is sure. all this nonsense of having to update it? <laughs> as we've said many times, the future is neon. Just keep it there. Just neon. What are you doing? Tokyo's got it right. Uh, uh, all right, let me finally begin the top ten list, and I'll see if I can do this not painfully slowly. Sure. Uh, uh, all right. So, as I said, this will not include just the Disney parks. Uh, it will. Uh-huh. It, it, it will not include Universal Studios. But I don't right. think. And I don't think anything was there that was open that would have been on the list anyway. Curious about Space Fantasy: The Ride, right. but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if it would have made it. Uh, but number ten, we will start with a non-Disney, and that is, and I might butcher the pronunciation of this: the Gekion Live Coaster at Sega Joypolis. <laughs> I have not brought up Sega Joypolis yet. You didn't go to, to Joypolis, no. correct? Uh, uh, absolutely worth some of your time if you're going to Tokyo. And next time you go, you got to do it. Sega Joypolis is like if Disney Quest worked. <laughs> they If they did it right, if money stayed in the machine, if they actually changed things around, if it was cutting edge technology instead of... 20 years ago technology although there's still a little of that too but in a charming way right uh uh, it's it's amazing they've done a great job there and it's it's no wonder that uh, celebrities have spoken so highly of sega joypolis on your way out you get to see autographs of prominent people who've been there including freddie prince jr who visited in 2001 (laughs) and leo dicaprio who visited in 2000 so (laughs) lots of prominent visitors i think i think i want to say jonathan lipnicki as well so if you want to walk in the in the feet of giants like jonathan lipnicki go to sega joypolis um in general, Sega Dropolis is part of this crazy, they call it Tokyo Beach, and it's this crazy mall zone. There's so there's a, a ton of malls and a Madame Tussauds, and then there was some free exhibit that we walked into where a robot did a drawing of us, Whoa. and there was a free VR ride where you get swung around on a miniature KUKA arm, and uh, uh, and there's a, a mall that has a big Gundam robot outside of it, and I'd seen photos of this thing, and I thought, Oh, that's funny. A big robot outside of a mall did not prepare me for the incredible scope of this. Uh, uh, this robot has to be seen to be believed. Wow. Like it makes you go, why doesn't why don't any of the Universal Parks have a full size transformer? Because uh, oh, right, that's right. essentially what this is. It lets you know this is what it would be like if Transformers were real and one of them was about to step on you. It's and it's just sitting outside of a mall for no reason. How tall is it? I don't know. Huh. Could I ballpark it? Uh, it's like two stories tall or not that I tall think more wow really think maybe more it looked about as tall as do you know the maryland in the center of uh, palm springs <laughs> wait don't Isn't that, is that, there's a big there's m- a giant Marilyn monroe really yeah i've been to palm springs i haven't seen like right in the center kind of close to the general store museum oh you get to look up that skirt yeah, and it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, driving a, a car under. Do you walk you under it or is it? it. Okay. Yeah, you walk around it. Yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little strange. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Weird. That's very tall. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, that. Oh, the Maryland. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, this whole I recommend this whole area entirely, in, including Sega Joypolis, and you can uh, uh, you can buy the rides piecemeal, or you can uh, uh, just do them, uh, or, or get a full day pass. It's cheaper if you go at night. That's what we did. Uh, uh, there's three screen rides that are really fun: uh, Wild Wing, Wild River, and Wild Jungle Brothers. <laughs> one seems like a ripoff Indiana Jones. One seems like a ripoff mm-hmm. uh, uh, Soren, and one seems like a ripoff. Jurassic Park. We went on the ripoff Indiana Jones, and it's uh, it's a real delight. Uh, uh, there's like a Japanese Sala narrating the whole time. It's like it's better than you think. Some little indoor ride has a right to be. Uh, Sega Place is great. There's games in the urinals at Sega Joypolis. Oh wow! Uh, there is a target that you aim at. And if you correctly pee on the target, (laughs) the video screen will live correspond. And I watched a game where you your character is like Fonzie esque and you were firing snot, liquid snot at a nerd. What? (laughs) You're like drowning a nerd with your your snot, snot, which is controlled by your pee. (laughs) And this is one of like seven options of urinal games that you can play. So each urinal has a different scenario, essentially. Yes, you would uh, have to, you got to drink so much water in Sega Joypolis, so you have the energy <laughs> to play every urinal game. I mean, are there games in the female restrooms? I don't know. Uh, I think you're at a handicap because I feel like right how females have a, yeah. a more difficult time controlling with precision. Is but- there a blogger in Japan who's like, well, the was a little uh, concerned about the state of the urinal games, like like nitpicking, like <laughs> Disney bloggers going like, well, there's a bit of disrepair has fallen upon the Mike Fink keel boats. Uh, Just, you know, the, the, the polygons are not responding uh, as quickly as they, <laughs> they should be. They need a plus up of those pissing games. <laughs> Now that you go to regular urinals, are you like, you know, just like in Tokyo, it's like, it's just like, I kind of am bored with a urinal. It's I'm bored been, with it's, the regular it's urinals. It's definitely been disappointed. There's also, there was a, uh, Aaron went to a Sanrio Puraland bathroom that like had a full on light show. Oh yeah. Just like, and there was like a screen, there was like a video also that my urine activated at a, <laughs> at a Sanrio that like where you watch Hello Kitty in space and it starts because I started peeing. <laughs> it's so insane. Pura Land is really going to get the short end of the stick in this episode. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get to. We have to. I think it did in yours too. Yeah, there's for sure. so much that to say about Pura Land. Sinbad and there's I. We have to spin off. Section, spin off we the have bound. to section it off. Yeah, I'm just glad that from now on I can operate from a Tokyo uh, right <laughs> juncture point in doing this podcast. Uh, uh, okay, but. The Geki on Life Coaster, it's like the heartbeat of the facility. As soon as you walk in, ripping through the second story uh, of this area is a a spinning coaster that also does inversions, which I'm told is a rare thing. I don't think that's common. Mm. Uh, um so this this just odd little spirited coaster that's also a launch. So now that I'm launching, uh, <laughs> I think it's only my second launch technically, but I was brave and I don't even like going upside down either. But man, this thing was so cool. I think they've like a functional Disney quest. They have made this park where you can trade the rides in and out easily. And I think this used to be a shooting roller coaster. So you're like in there's screens, you're moving forward and the screens also moving with you. And sometimes, you know, when you're playing like a, a, a basketball shooting game and, and it's going back and forth and getting further and further away. So that it gets harder and harder to shoot. It's like that with screens. Like at f- first the screens right in front of you and then it gets hard. So it gets much harder 
harder to see and you're trying to catch up with it. It's kind of a challenging game that you're playing. It's not a shooting coaster anymore. It's now like a dance dance revolution where you have buttons under your harness that you have to hit in time and it somehow impacts your ride experience. I'm not sure how because it's all in Japanese, but like you can change your ride and soup it up more the better you do on this thing. Like go faster? I think maybe. Really? Or, or it just affects like the color scheme. Like if uh-huh. player green wins, then it's going to be a more green ride that you go on. <laughs> it's really inventive. Are there better rides in Disney? Probably. But I wanted to shout out Sega Joypolis because it's really well done and really worth experiencing. <laughs> I did so shitty on this ride. I thought I was doing well the whole time. I got a C. <laughs> <laughs> gonna terribly grade you. Erin uh, got a B. She kicked my ass. Uh, but uh, bad grade, good grade, uh, uh, really good ride. Recommend Sega Joy Plus and the Geki on Life Coaster. Number nine, let's start getting into Disney. Uh, I thought, should this list only have things that you can't do here in America? Should it only be mm-hmm. Tokyo specific? However, there are some rides that are so much better done in Tokyo Disney than they are in the States. And I have to honor though They're almost more of a handicap in a way mm-hmm. uh, uh, that they have to be that much better. And one of those is, and that is number nine, the jungle cruise. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's more like the Florida jungle cruise, which is better than our jungle cruise out here. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Cause uh-huh. you got, it's like you, there's stuff in there. Yeah. You go yes. in a little tunnel, like a, a uh-huh. tunnel under a bridge and that's like, yeah. And the Florida one is like that. Okay. So maybe I might be missing out on jungle cruise evolution in general. Yes. I forgot totally when we went back a couple of years ago, um, we went on the jungle cruise and I went, Hey, look at this. Right. Like, cause out okay. here it's fine. And I like it going on once in a while. But But it's not in your regular rotation. No, never. And I think this one would have to be. There is so much excitement with the employees. There's like 20 people wearing khakis on the dock. (laughs) They employ more people than most companies in Los Angeles just on the Jungle Mm -hmm. Cruise. Um, Everybody's out. They're so excited you're there. They get everybody on the car to like yell like a... I think you like... They have pendants of different animals and that you choose. Are you like an elephant or are you a hippo or whatever? And whatever the sound is, everybody has to make the sound together. Excited crowds. They mm-hmm. don't do hokey jokes. They just do like, are you ready? Here we go. We're yeah. going to go see the elephants. There's music the whole time mm-hmm. that like gives it this narrative thrust. Circle of life plays when you see the uh, <laughs> lions. And then you go into this incredible uh, projection mapping room. Is that in Florida? I, I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's to that degree. The one in Tokyo, yeah, it seems like it's the best, but uh, I'm trying to remember. I my memory's fuzzy on it, so I don't know for sure. Is did they do this stuff at night? Because I didn't do this at night, but it looked like it was. It's really. Cool I at did night. it at night. We okay. did it at night. So yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't remember. The two of them are now blending together in my head. I think. Uh huh. So I can't remember if one the projection happens in Florida. But you're talking about like when yeah you go in like the stone like the whatever you I don't even know what you call it like temple ish kind of kind of a temple it's like it's like some elephant god I don't even tell you what happens it's just really cool projection mapping and it comes out of nowhere it's so neat. The, the whole thing it just has so much more spirit than the one in Disneyland. Yeah. And it, you know, whatever stupid thing they're going to do to it when the rock movie comes <laughs> out, don't guys don't overthink it. Look to Tokyo. Look what they did. <sighs> yeah. It's just so much more fun. They only redid it in 2014. It's pretty recent. And uh, mm-hmm. they did a great job. No, no rock robots. Please. No yeah, rock robot. I know. We'll I, see. I, was, I don't know. It just make. Yeah. IP in general. 
pretty lacking in Tokyo, and uh, I'm not an IP snob. I try to not be an IP snob, but boy, nice to be in a place. I just, I was like, every every like sightline is so clear and not cluttered and there isn't some weird loud temporary uh way to jam uh dr strange into this corner of the park <laughs> or whatever it is like yeah. uh they aren't at they aren't like screaming at me about lady in the tramp four <laughs> they're like so much more sparing with all that stuff um that's true yeah i don't know no marvel like anywhere yeah, is that because of Japan though? Is that because of Universal? Mm. Oh, they might I have. I don't know what Spider-Man. the agreements are for international. I think they, they might. do have the Spider-Man ride because they haven't announced anything for Japan for Marvel. So I think it might be a case of because mm. they can do it in Paris, they can do it in Hong Kong and Shanghai, I think. But I do think there's they can't do it in Orlando yet unless it's like Guardians hmm. when they can't do it in Japan. I think that's right because they would have announced something for it unless Marvel is not popular there. I sensed that Star Wars is not super popular there. Is, I don't, that, is that correct? Uh, I get. I think it's maybe not as popular as it is here, but it's still. I don't know. And I, they haven't I, announced I, Star Wars Land for Tokyo either. Yeah, no, they haven't. In huh. China, it's definitely not as popular. Um. Yeah, they've had a real problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because there's like a black actor in it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, isn't well, that? What it is? That's a problem, isn't it? Uh, like well, weird the issue, I believe the issue was that they had shrunk John Boyega's face on the poster because he's like one of the three leads, and like he all of a sudden was like in the huh. corner, tiny in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you, <laughs> we are we're not going to promise anything, but it's possible this actor is smaller than BB-8. <laughs> Yeah, he may be think, a little yeah. tiny man and you might not even notice him in the movie. Mm, yes, that's right. Um, I was reading about a movie uh, called Detective Chinatown 2 in Japan and it grossed $544 million. Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> huh. So do, are we going to get rides of that? Uh, who knows? Um, I, Dick Tracy's it? Crime Stoppers, but with Detective Chinatown 2. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Maybe the general sense of calm and... Uh, just like the pleasantness of Tokyo is entirely based on the fact that Star Wars isn't popular there. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. no one is screaming at each other about this. They have their own issues. Uh, <laughs> there might be a few. Yes. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, to keep going with the theme of better in Japan, Indiana Jones and mm. the Temple of the Crystal Skull. Yep. At number eight. Yep. I thought about putting this lower than Jungle Cruise because Jungle Cruise was a bigger jump. I felt like that went from like 60 to 100. Indiana Jones is more like 85 to 100. But man, it's a good jump. It's a it's, real good jump. Yeah. It's like going on it when it first opened, I imagine. The track feels nice. It feels yeah. nice and smooth. <laughs> yeah. Like it's operating like at optimum performance. The car feels better. Uh, the uh, the very crisp projections of the bugs. They yeah. don't. They don't try to do the weird rat thing that has never worked that well. Right. That there's smoke rats dripping on your car. <laughs> uh, that crazy contained tornado when you enter that's lit with blue light. Oh right, mm-hmm. looks amazing. The head is amazing. Probably a little better than than Mara in some way. Why do you think the head is better than Mara? I think the main not not in the first tunnel, but in the main ruins. Oh, oh room. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think it I mean, is. The only thing I think is better is Mara herself. Yes. The big head. That's I, the only thing. And the head skull is cool. Yeah. 
but you're right. Yes, the actual big head has more attitude and personality. Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> I like that they don't do the doors. I like that you're just committed to this cool room with little like pools of water. Uh, it's the the night sky that's lit up when you enter that first ramp. Yep. Um, what else? The uh, the the bellowing smoke ring monster. Oh my gosh! So cool, so scary, such a surprise. Uh, the sculpted heads spitting the darts. You yeah. don't get day glow Halloween store like decorations. You get Roman art for some reason spitting darts at you. It's that, crazy. That it's because we. I think I'm sure we said this is a repeat, but we said like that's always the part where you talk about the Indiana Jones ride where you go, well, that last stretch right before the ball is, and it's fine. But it feels like if you're heading to the climax, it should be a little something extra there. Mm-hmm. In this place, there is. There's a really cool extra angry god that shoots fire at you, yeah. And then there's actually like feeling like a physical presence that's shooting darts at you. Yeah, yeah. It just feels more. It's uh, just a better looking room. Mm-hmm. It's a more visceral effect because the statues are cool. Uh, and then at the end, Indy, the, the, especially the second animatronic by the, by the he burst, the crushed boulder beat up. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like shit. Looks like back to actual Harrison Ford. Uh-huh. He looks like what Harrison Ford looks like if he has to uh, go out in public and speak to someone. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, upset. He's just put out by, <laughs> uh, but also more clearly him, I think. Yeah, he actually I guess looks that's more true like too. Harrison yeah. Ford. Just better, more kind of spastic animatronic. So great. Uh, I feel like I had to bump some things that I really liked off the list to put Indiana Jones on, but I went on a second time. It's undeniable. <sighs> we went on three times. Jeez. Wow. Because yeah, single rider is easy. Yeah. 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 Very, very well done there. Uh, uh, so nice that they don't really have that. Nobody's using that single rider. What a yeah. good little cheat. Oh, you know what else? Uh, in the line, when the line's not as good as our line because they didn't have to get you all the way out of the park. Right. Like they, like they do here. But that room with all the skeletons piled up this is just a big old pile of like yep. spit out skeletons as if like a monster took them and just right. like ripped the skin off like a rib and tossed them back into the pool yeah, oh like great. the way i eat fish <laughs> you do it like heathcliff style like heathcliff yeah. and riffraff yeah like riffraff <laughs> and then they each bone hits like a xylophone when mm-hmm. it, uh, is it heads out of your mouth uh, um okay indiana jones great number seven aquatopia mm, loved the aquatopia uh, so, so strange and unique and weird little, this weird little putt around ride. It's such a delight. You don't know what it's going to do when you get on. It's different every time. Looks good at day. We did it again at night. Really liked it. I think this should be a franchise in every park. My, I have a new Tomorrowland plan. We rip out the submarines and the Autopia. Oh, yeah. You put in the Aquatopia and Tron. Perfect. I agree. We don't do... Hey, kids, you want to experience the dream of driving an old smelly car? <laughs> Put kids on a, on a clean, like, you know, quiet electric vehicle the way the future needs to be. If, if mankind is to survive, the Aquatopia will show us the way. Mm. Put the Aquatopia in the parks. I think that's a good idea. Um, they're like little Wi-Fi vehicles, basically. And then it's a self-driving it's cars. Self-driving it's forward cars. thinking. Because it's also like it's not actually that deep it's a very shallow pool yeah but that's a good little trick you think you're on a real lagoon or something right um Uh no i think that's great i think it's like the same technology as like the luigi's 
roadsters. Yes. Yeah. Basically. I, I looked it up the second trackless ride, the first being Pooh's Honey Hunt, oh, still right. upset. Um, but there's only, there's only been five that have actually opened. Uh, yeah, it's still few. And then Mystic yeah, Manor, Star Wars, Ratatouille, uh, will uh, be. Louis. Oh, and Ben Star Wars will be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're cool. I'm glad they're happening. Oh, yeah. But this was, this is a very good one. I love Aquatope. At night, we, we, we did it once at night. Very good. Yeah. Very fun. It's you've got that it looks like the best of our Tomorrowland in a way. Like the like the most realized version of weird future past little strips of neon. Mm-hmm. That little zone and with the Nemo ride, Port Discovery, I think it's called. It is called Port Discovery. I Very believe. fond of Port Discovery. I don't know what's my favorite port. Probably New York, but uh sure. or, well or the volcano itself. I guess it's gotta be the volcano. Right. Uh Port is Port Discovery is no, Discovery Bay is what Tony's um, play uh-huh. thing was yeah. going to be at yeah. the where Star Wars Land is in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So um, they've stolen a lot of. I mean, stolen in a good way from his. This stuff. whole thing feels like this must be Tony's dream. Like a, a lot of it feels like yeah, what Mount he Prometheus, was trying to bring to the parks. Yeah, Mount Prometheus, especially with all the Jules Verne shit that he's obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'm almost glad we didn't hear more of his thoughts on it because I didn't want it spoiled. But he must be uh, very excited about this. I don't think he worked on it really, but uh, yeah, I don't think so. Although I, who knows? He could be like they did it all wrong. <laughs> be so funny yeah because they'll, they'll throw stuff under the bus i just uh-huh. heard one of those season passes where he was like he really like let something have it i forget what uh i mean he was he was he was mad about the name condor flats oh that's a that's a different podcast i think which i've also listened to where he was saying the theming at condor flats wasn't uh wasn't easy to add rides to because in Tomorrowland or Adventureland you know what type of rides but Condor Flats what does that mean yeah is it a ride where you get kidnapped by a bird he also threw some shade at Pleasure Island on that podcast. that's what I was thinking of yes he goofed on the plaques that we goofed on uh-huh about Meriwether Pleasure and he's all the right. backstory he's right uh, they're he's- disconnected it's a fun story but yeah, I've t- I'm of course of two minds. So that's just too much. We yeah, have to yeah, 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 yeah. But let's get the the themed attractions podcast. Oh yeah, a new yeah. Show. Oh, that's what it a is. New yes. yeah, podcast yeah. Uh, interviewing uh, professionals. And yeah. If you want them. people who know what they're talking about and know the Imagineers and won't bother them with uh, dumb ride pitches like we did, uh, and listen to that podcast. And I believe. Someone who hosts it is uh, affiliated with the company that invited us to look at fake fake rocks. rocks? Yes, that's right. Oh, boy. Preview of a future episode. uh, You might get to hear us talk about looking at fake rocks. That's right. Still developing. Yes. Still (laughs) in the incubation tanks. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Aquatopia. Great. Number six. Very excited to talk about this. Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Oh, interesting. I didn't, I, do, we didn't do it. I owe this ride a big apology. Uh, I, I mean, I don't because the Disneyland version is not what it could be. If there's a mode that's the best and then B mode and C mode, I think it's in C mode. Tokyo, it's a mode wow. all the way. I was I was hoping I would have the time. And here, oh, and here's what happened, by the way. Uh, the first night there, horrible, horrible weather. The only bad weather of the entire vacation. Uh, we were like, can we even do this? We, maybe we got to get out of here. This really sucks. But we're in Disneyland now. We're paying for it. Maybe we should wait it out. Then 
rain lets up a little bit. Everybody goes to, everyone in the park goes to watch the projection mapping show on the mm-hmm. castle, thus giving us Fantasyland and Toontown to ourselves. Wow. We were the only people. Thus, uh, Pinocchio, Snow White, Peter Pan, no wait. Man. I mean, literally, wow. we walked in and sat on the vehicle and it started. Peter Pan had Jeez. no wait. This was insane. This, I think it helped us do this in less, maybe you do need four days if it's crowded as shit, but we had this lucky night where we just jumped on everything. Wow, that is... That's key. Yeah. Because yeah. we, I we said really we missed things for three and three and a half days. I think you, I, I, and I could see why you would have, because we, on the Saturday we were there, Fantasyland was a hellscape. Oh yeah. It was horrible. There was this, there was this area, there's this famous uh, crowded area, uh, the, the, the crosswalk Shibuya crossing where uh, 19 directions all cross at once. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a part of Disneyland that was much worse than that. Uh, and it was just because that's where the fast pass for small world was. Right. We could not move. It was wow. horrible. But we got to be there on this magical night where the weather had barely cleared up and we had, no one was in Toontown. So we were in the gag factory by ourselves. We were in Minnie's house by ourselves. Wow. We just laid down for a while, <laughs> sat on a nice chair. I pretended to do the dishes in Minnie's house. Uh, it was great. Uh, but anyway, Roger Rabbit was part of that. I was like, oh, you know what we can do that I bet we wouldn't be able to do tomorrow. Roger Rabbit. I've heard maybe it's better. It was so much better. Uh, uh, and no one was there by that point. So the employees were like thanking us for picking their ride. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're here. Come on in. <laughs> and they're and like, hurry, go. And we still had to do the, and even though no one was there, we had to do the entire queue. Mm-hmm. But that claustrophobic queue that I complained about for so long, we're in by ourselves running through it looking at everything quick pictures hey great we have this to ourselves not claustrophobic at all plus the lighting's better plus the paint's better then we get on the ride the control you have of those vehicles is incredible it's like those in california they're molasses in the, in japan it was such precise control that Aaron and I, you know, it's kind of a cab and another cab, and we just each took one to ourselves. We turned them to face each other, Whoa. and we did one pass of the ride, just looking at each, looking in each other's eyes <laughs> for the entire. You had to like adjust a little bit and kind of stay on it, but we were just locked eyes on this <laughs> ride. It was so weird. The most romantic <laughs> moment of the trip, oh, obviously. Yeah. Wow! Uh, but we got off and immediately got back on again, and they're cheering us. Yeah, one more. <laughs> they like they're. Everyone in line is celebrating our presence there. Um, And also, everything worked. The dip machine worked. It spit dip. The shit they haven't done in so long. It's spinning out of control. It's bright green. Every effect looks great. Roger Rabbit rocks. I am so sorry that I trashed it for so long, but you do have to go to the Japan one. Man, that sucks. We had to do it. Oh. Uh, next time you go, yes, I'm sorry to make you jealous. No, that's okay. I got to boy. do poo, so we did yeah, poo twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, you got a bit. You got a big one on your yeah. uh, on your list that I don't. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, next time, Roger Rabbit Scourge, it's been rules. Uh, number five, Monsters Inc. Ride and Seek. Uh, it's great. It's undeniable. It's what good. A fun. I a little. I didn't love the flashlight stuff as oh, much. Oh, how so? What do you mean? Too much. <laughs> it was too much. I wanted to appreciate the robots more. 
The flashlight is like shooting at rob at the robots of the monsters. I felt like I want to enjoy this more. Too much busy work. Not you could have no just sat there. That's true. I should have done that. Yeah. There was no scoring mechanism either. So what's the, why we? I wanted a score of some kind. Uh, well, great, I think your your only reward is making that little ding sound. Yeah. So if you I, have, if you uh, uh, if you haven't done this right, it's sort of like a shooting ride uh but for kids so it's tamer it's not a gun you have a flashlight yeah. you're pointing at little monsters ink m's uh mostly on hats but sometimes yeah. in other places and it what it does i guess is trigger an effect it like opens a drawer right and you get to see a monster that you wouldn't see if nobody pointed their flashlight right at it. but i felt like i was i uh, i was on the spot to do it we only did it once i guess i should have done it a second time great robots very good ride i just was uh not as excited about it sure that's sure. all I'll say. Uh, well, then you might be okay with... I, I actually thought you would have the biggest problem with what I'm about to say. heading for next, that I would... I, th I actually thought you would like that ride a lot, and that you wouldn't like where I'm ranking the next ride ahead of mm, it. Interesting. Uh, uh, but uh, here, I'll, I'll just go into it now, uh, knowing it'll be received better. Number four, Sanrio character boat ride. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not mad about that. Hey, great. <laughs> no, I'm for not some mad. reason, I thought you would have... I, I was like, Mike will like Monsters, Inc. a lot, and just uh, that'll be like too much of a leap, but... We both, I think... we uh, Monsters, Inc., I guess, was a little hyped up maybe for us, too. So I think mm -hmm. both of us kind of left it going like, oh, good, but like I wasn't... Not like Poo or not like any of the other ones, the sure, new ones. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, but boat ride, yeah. Boat ride is... It's <laughs> <Boy>. really something. <laughs> it's... Yeah. It's the best of... It's it's junky in a lot of places. Uh -huh. It's a junky, weird little ride. The end of it is pretty good. The end of it is like, okay, here we go. Yes. But seeing you get all of the characters in their Sunday finest. <laughs> uh, if I could describe the story of the ride. And you know what? A lot of places said this is kind of this weird small world ripoff. No way. It is not that. It has a great story. Hello Kitty <laughs> wants to have a party. She sends heart-shaped invitations to you mm -hmm. in the line and every all of her friends in the Sanrio universe. You get to see them all at the magical moment that they got got the invitation to her party <laughs> then they all take flying machines to get to the party <laughs> each cuter than the last and then you go to the party which is a she's in kind of a wedding dress but it's not a wedding and her boyfriend is also dressed up but the, they don't kiss or anything and her yeah. parents are there <laughs> but it's just a regular party everybody just wanted to see hello kitty wearing a nice dress and they do and everyone goes home happy <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it, it, it belongs on the list. Um, it's we very strange. Uh, it's I like how I'm trying to remember now back to it because it's been a little while. I do feel like the first part of it is like, oh, is this going to be like gro there's a gross feeling maybe initially where I'm like, some of these don't feel like they've been kept up. The animatronics. <laughs> uh -huh. But I like that, too, because you're like feeling like you're. Because a junkie, not kept up boat ride is fun too. Although I, yeah, I, I don't think I felt that. I, I felt the magic. I felt the. I, I, I had no problem with the cleanliness. I felt. I don't even mean it wasn't clean, but it felt like a little like old. It felt a little tired maybe initially. Although which I it like is too. a revamp, it has not always been Sanrio character boat ride. Yes, I read that well, too. I the think. name is a lot of what I love about it. Right. I love yeah. the, the bluntness, just the the descriptive nature. Um, a fun ride for you to go on today. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, no, I, I, we really liked it. I got to watch the ride through again to really remember my feelings about it. It was the last thing we did in the day too. We were a little tired, but I was like, oh, that's great. We, we needed to do that. It's an overwhelming place to be. Yeah. But oh what my better gosh. way to end it than with a boat ride, which I also, I love indoor boat rides. It gave me such shades of, uh, um, the, you know, the Norway and Mexico, like claustrophobic, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fake indoor sky, even though you're outside. I love that there's ride <laughs> scenes and then you're just in the regular lobby and watching people shop and eat, but you're on a boat yeah, and then back into goes, the ride. It has that feeling of like a weird, not that I've even been there, but like Mall of America where yeah. you're zooming in and out, but it's just you're going through normal places, but you're also in a, like a world, special world. So it's... It's inconsistent in what the reality might be. But then, of course, there's so many great fake rocks in Pearl Land. So you've, fake rocks are good you've got there. all that great good stuff fake going hill, on. Good like magic, a little like uh, um, fiber optic kind of stars and fireworks, which really come to life during the show. Yes. We will get to San Rio Pearl Land. Even <laughs> now, I feel like I can't talk about it a lot, but really fast. Uh, the, the thing that bumps this up ahead of some Disney ones is that Disney rides are never going to give you Japanese weirdness. And this ride has yes. Japanese weirdness, especially uh, in the area of the character Bad Bats Maru. <laughs> there is a, a, a penguin who is mean and has spiky hair, and he does bad things in this ride. Legitimately bad. He's no good boy. In when he, uh, You've seen all these adorable characters get their invitations. The frogs get their invitations and they're leaping around hooray when he gets his invite he's up to his bad tricks he's gambling he's smoking cigars <laughs> and very perhaps in the strangest scene in any ride in japan he is spying on a woman in a dressing room <laughs> she is like she has she's like a she's a bigger woman i think a cat or something and she has she's she has like a workout clothes on and he's behind a mirror like trying to get a peek he's like a that's actually Tom. on the crest so that's on all the money if you would look closely at the yen <laughs> that's a national pass <laughs> i had my bills were too small if i had had the twenty thousand, yeah. uh yeah i would have seen uh, <laughs> upskirts uh, on the currency um Really weird, but also very, feels very Japanese. The fact that they are a little more like out there with their perversions a little bit, that this children's ride has weird like yeah. voyeurism. So crazy. It's the, Yeah, I think that's the thing. Maybe the one of the other things about Tokyo Disney that I was like hoping a little bit more of that vibe snuck in, which it does in places, mm -hmm. but not overall. Like I this. Yeah, this feels like. This feels like a totally different tone. <laughs> this is a different yeah. vibe. Uh, and this is still a children's, supposedly a children's thing. I, I watched uh, an anime while you were gone as well, Scott, called uh, Night is Short, Walk on Girl. And it's so fast paced and like mostly delightful. But then every now and then there is a weird little bit of horniness like that. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I, I yes, I understand uh, what you're talking Even about. Was Very, it, it's kind of like younger skewing, but like. No, the, well, it, it's about like college. It's about like one. Cra it's a one crazy night kind of movie. OK. okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it's about like a, a guy who has a, a crush on a girl and she's just trying to enjoy it. Like they're both enjoying like this nighttime festival and he's trying to get like this children's book he knows she loves. And then it gets crazy. Like there's no, 
there's very little cohesive plot besides that. And then there's a crazy gangster. There's crazy pop-up plays happening. Hmm. There's spirits. It's it's insane. But like, yeah, there's People a little bit of weird horniness. <laughs> kind of. Uh, but I do recommend it was uh, very fun. Okay. Um, oh, neat. Uh, uh, well, the, the, the payoff. Actually, you know, well, what I'll say in terms of maybe the only uh, uh, place in... Disney, where I felt a little more of the like oddness, harshness was uh, Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Oh, uh, which is very well done there. Um, it's that's Aaron's favorite ride uh, in any of the parks, uh, although probably at this point it's Sanrio character boat ride. <laughs> sure. But she always likes that it's it's a morality play that people do bad things and then they get punished. And that happens in the U.S. one. But in the Japan one, a lot more cigar business. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like there's like a, a very long room where you just are down going down cigar alley there's mm-hmm. 10 different stores <laughs> to like giant indian after giant indian uh, storefront smoking cigars and then after as a result after that uh the the children who are turning into donkeys are much sadder they are crying thick tears they, they're like gelatinous they are so much more upset than uh-huh. just wailing it's a much more upsetting version I, uh, yeah i remember this too because it, it's more like the movie honestly the movie is very upsetting yeah it's yeah it's and it's unnerving. still pretty upsetting on the disneyland ride but i do remember there was like yeah more this is much more upsetting That's and they're much how- more comfortable with it <laughs> That's how Walt really feels about actors, right? High Italy D and actors like for me, like that. Yeah, a bunch of d- uh, ne'er do wells. Yeah, who a just bunch of scumbags. And like, yeah. dr- uh, smoke and or jack braying jackasses. It's yeah. all a metaphor for them. Them going into uh, Pleasure Island is a metaphor for them joining a union. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, if you look at the, the just the letters in union are flickering on the Pleasure Island, or even sign. just United Artists, like even just like, <laughs> what do you mean they own the play? What do you mean Chaplin and Pick? Ferd owns the place. They're all a bunch of fatty arbuckles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Drunken exploits. Uh, um, so to that end, just like Pinocchio, horrible things happening and then punishments. Bad Bats Maru spying on the woman. But then in the next scene, uh, she has him. She caught him. She He is over her knee and she is spanking him. Mm, okay. Oh, that's a heightening. All that's right. not a punishment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if, I think, I don't know much about Bad Bats Maru, but I think he might be, he might not consider that a punishment. Oof, we've got to yeah. look into Bad Bats more. His, his backstory and uh, the mythology. He might have been, was, was he in the anime you watched? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was in my anime too for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Just, just watching fucked up shit happen. He yeah. just peers into the corner every once in a while. Uh, then he is at the party but he's by himself bitterly drinking <laughs> wow and he looks he's a little like all the other characters are upright and waving mm-hmm. and then he's sort of leaning against the bar and sort of looks like he's a few in and teetering <laughs> so a ride in which you get to see a bitter drunk yeah that's sure. great something else sure uh so uh that brings us into the top three um I have, I have little thoughts about other rides. I mean, I could say my honorable mentions, really, but we're pretty deep into this episode, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, then let me... Okay. Uh, um, uh, all right, I'll just, go, I'll just go straight to the top three because I'm especially excited about number three, The Tower of Terror. Mm. I did, you, did you The did Tower of Terror. Wow. I braved The Tower of Terror. Thank you for your applause. I was so excited I to tell you. that was the triumphant um, return. I was in line for Tokyo Disney Sea wondering, will I do it? 
uh, Aaron said, yes, you will do it and you will like it. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, that's in, in a bet in a like person a, dominating bad bets. Maru. Yeah, I was going to say like a cat bending bad bets. Maru over a knee. <laughs> like a penguin enduring a spanking. Uh, no, I, she, she informed me I'd be doing it. She was correct. Not that bad. Really not. I hadn't done it. it I think it was yeah. like Splash Mountain. A lot of fear had built up. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I've also heard it's tamer. Can you attest to it? It is tamer. Yes. Tamer Shorter? than Florida? No. Or, okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, I, I'm wrong. Yeah, tamer than Florida, for sure. Okay. It feels like the first... I know they're doing a crazier thing now. I think we said it where there's like a, it's for teens where it goes much more up and down. Uh, but it feels like the first ride profile that I ever went on for it. It's short. Okay. It feels like a minute maybe or, sure, or less. Sure. And we were disappointed in it because oh, yeah, yeah. we're used to like the see. Guardians and, and the one in Florida. And yeah, we were like, oh, that's, oh, we wish it was a little longer. So well, yeah, very tame. My question now is, but maybe this stepped me up though, where I could do. Guardians. Guardians. How big of a leap do you think it is? Well, I've always argued that the worst part of it is the anticipation. Not that I'm Hmm. some genius for for arguing that, but, uh, and that's what Lindsay says too. Cause so like the fear, the fear of like, Oh my God, it's going to drop. And then it, but that's gone with guardians. Right. Cause it shoots you right up, which you get a jolt right away. But that feels like that feeling might be scary. Uh, I'm the wrong person to talk to about that because I love it. You like launches I, for I'm that obsessed reason. Obsessed with it now, for, and it's only in the last couple of years where I've gone on it so much that I like that. Uh huh. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of fun. I don't know. I just find it so fun. Yeah, yeah. And it's anything that I was ever scared about with it was the drop itself. Sure. Sure. So I think honestly, it's like, uh, is it two? T- I don't know. Two times more intense. A few times. Oh, what, what do you? Th- You're distracted by the hits of the '70s, especially. Yeah, especially. <laughs> yeah, the song starts playing and Rocket plugs in, and it's like very fun. I feel like I could do. I might. Try I think you can it. do. I don't. Yeah. I honestly, I don't think. Uh, and I and you know what? I not only did it the once, I did it three times. Whoa. I couldn't get enough Whoa. of it. Wow. Oh yeah. So oh, on board. we're gonna do this. All right. And then we'll do the episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll do the Guardians uh, that's episode. Probably, yeah, I probably need that's to do good. it before we do that. We'll do it uh, so when we go I'm to Star Wars Land. Proud. I have a bravery report to give. I'm that's so good. glad I did. And the the tower stuff is great. We'll do a whole episode about it at some point. But yeah. uh, the the tale of Harrison Hightower, the disappearing idol. Oh. I don't know how they did oh. it. So cool. Uh, uh, this might be one for me. Yeah, no, this might be two. Actually, I think it's two. That'd be fair. That'd be absolutely fair. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I'd be curious to hear your top three after uh, uh, when I finish mine. Although yeah. I think you'd guess. Well, maybe not. I think I can uh, guess. Uh, so, uh, yeah, effects are amazing. I bought a little Shariki keychain. and I yeah. love him. Uh, uh, and I only am docking at a couple of points because I don't like when you go into a store and the character based on Imagineer Joe Rody is presented as a god being massaged and fed fruit by beautiful women. I uh, I dis- couldn't disagree more. <laughs> I can't I imagine a thing I would spend on faster. I, we were, that's not for sale. You're saying that's decoration. No, that's embedded in the wall that's what the thing we were upset with with the gift shop is that we wanted some harrison puppet or merch or Mm. figure Mm -hmm. same thing with sinbad sinbad doesn't have a plush or a doll or chandu is everywhere but you can't get a good sinbad Sinbad toy yeah Yeah. and the same thing with harrison hightower where the idol is in there but we were like we loved harrison hightower so much but and is of course his manservant smelding 
I, what's, I missed Smelding. So in the queue, yeah. did you do Fast Pass all the time or did you? I did through? Fast Pass, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You may you, have been. You, you may, may have, have missed out because when you're, wa- we did it twice. We did one Fast Pass, one regular, and there's so much wonderful art in the main ah. lobby of him pillaging famous things from like, like a piece of Stonehenge or something, or him and smelting, smelting like hanging from the basket, okay. like this meek looking dude who is like helping him steal from like Aborigine or Aboriginal people. Like it's such a crazy um, bit of like amazing paintings of him just destroying old artifacts and old uh, whatever you, I don't know. Okay. Little, so by the end, when you see him, like, you're happy touted in this awful way. It's like, you know, you know, he's like a villainous. Yes. And what yeah. I also think is crazy. We were, when we were outside in the queue, there's all these female, like very busty female statues. Oh, so like not only is he's like really like Trumpian, Trumpian building up a heel character. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is guy who like thinks he's God's gift to women. And then you go inside and there's these immaculate paintings of him doing the worst things to like historical landmarks. And like he has this like meek uh, uh, manservant that I believe we a want listener. Jason to play. A listener did some art with me as Smelding. Yeah, what? I think really? we said from, Jason yeah. for Smelding on the show oh, specifically. Okay, I missed this. Uh, and there's a whole guest book signed by a bunch of different rich people of the era. Uh huh. So like going in that main queue, we were just so we were like wanted more time with the main queue of yeah. like looking at the art. Uh, yeah. So by the time he dies, it's totally justified. Huh. He's well, a total asshole. So that yeah, at the end there's that newspaper clipping of him with like women and like he's in the old time Scrooge McDuck bathing suit. And it's like it's such a good it's crazy how much stuff they produced to build up this guy as an evil shithead. Ugh, I am I am a little sorry I missed that. Huh. Huh. Well, uh at the same time, it is nice to get a fast pass and not wait. Oh, in a yeah, line. sure. Uh uh, especially when you wind up wanting to do it three times. Yeah. This is what you're told. Like you're gonna hate it, but then you're gonna love it so much and wa- can't get enough of it. And that's what happened to me with this ride. Well, we'll do that on Guardians, because when we went with Anthony Geo a couple months ago, we did three in a row Guardians Jeez. right at the start of the day. Wow, <laughs> wow. I'm curious. I think it'll be a little more I think it'll be a little more for me to brave. But, but you'll uh, love you love pop music so you'll be good yeah, that'll, the that'll adventure of what song you'll get yes true yeah uh, uh okay number two sinbad's storybook voyage uh i'm i'm, I'm putting it at two sure. uh we've talked about it a lot it influenced the trip it made made it easier for me to come home it was heartwarming i teared up went on it twice uh i i, I bought a chandu i got you a chandu <laughs> i want to remember him forever <laughs> when he pounces on the drum boom, oh yeah boom boom uh we'll do a whole episode about this i will say my thoughts uh in more later but uh oh my god the scope of it and seeing this town supporting each other on both (laughs) really at the end it's it's also so so funny how heartwarming it is like we wish you well and then he returns and we're so glad you did well it's just one note of love for eight minutes it's it's so insanely positive every scene a triumph for sinbad every scene is no adversity well, you've come in at the moment that right. he has triumphed he has he's probably the little bit of adversity but we don't even have to see that we just know he succeeded yet again and he's turned everyone around and everyone's now 
He's he's playing musical instruments at every scene. And he's singing this glorious song, and then he gets home, and you're like, "Wow, what a success!" Wow, a bunch of monkeys. I wonder if he had any trouble, uh, you know, getting in with them, or is one of them is one of them trying to like pull him apart? No, he has joined their monkey drumming band and is probably better at drumming than they are instantly. Yes, I like the musician focus with which he's. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's he faces no adversity. <laughs> is great from second one till second last, and uh, it's a great ride. And did I upgrade this song to Best Mencken over part of their world, part mm. of your world? Mm. Maybe. I may have in the last few weeks. I think I said maybe this is number one. Well, all of my Disney tearing up was Mencken related because I also went to the Mermaid uh Lagoon theater show. Oh, you with your flying aerial? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's it's and like if you heard that <laughs> th- they have this amazing the King Triton's concert show uh, uh, with the with the Little Mermaid where she's on wires and flipping around and the precision of it and how close she can get to the audience and then screens with the sisters and great puppets of Flounder and Sebastian. If there was a Little Mermaid musical in your town and it was that you'd be telling everybody holy shit you gotta see this Little Mermaid show yeah uh, it's Broadway it's above Broadway caliber it's so great it's a good version of Spider-Man turn off the dark yes because she doesn't fall <laughs> I would would love an Ursula saying that a theater is surprisingly easy to break into yeah it's all only docket points uh, for that uh, but yeah yeah I think you figured out by the end there's only two things that could have been the top two mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it was it was a little bit of a tough choice but ultimately you got to go with number one ride in the country of japan uh journey to the center of the earth holy fucking shit what a ride um i it's really great mm-hmm. i heard you had some qualms it needed another room that's yeah. my feeling about that's it what, we that's were what like, i said yeah we were going on the ride we were like this is awesome this is awesome it shoots out you see this crazy lava monster you're like crazy oh, monster f- amazing and then that's kind of it that's yep. kind of the end of the ride because you could do two more minutes like that yeah so i think that's the only thing that i would i mean it's my expectations of course um but yeah you would dock at points because it felt like oh holy shit now what are we going to see and then you're kind of done. Yeah, sure. You just kind of quietly get off. And you go, yeah, you go down like a cool zipping fast tracky thing through some cool fake rocks. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. I do just think that the I think the the world building is so cool. The oh, the, the, the line is incredible. The Terravators, uh, um, yeah. if you and which I realized go up. You're sent into these these uh, uh, these elevators that and there's all of there's like creepy smoky smells and it shakes around like mad and it seems like it's going haywire and you feel like you're falling all the way down down into the center of the earth but then you realize wait a minute you unload from the top so it's an illusion that makes you think you're going way way down when in fact you're going up which is pretty cool yes um that's really great test track uh, ride system right test track it's, raiders yeah springs. test track slash uh, uh, slash cars it's in that yeah. it's in that neck of the woods uh it breaks from, down a lot does it really yeah oh. we, that was the last fast pass we had for the whole trip <gasps> and it broke down oh bummer oh no we did what we did it once the first day and then we were like oh great this will be great we'll do that the last thing we go on mm-hmm. and before we have to go to the airport and it broke down and we like sat oh. outside it for like a half hour to see if it would come back up and it did not 
That was over. Very sad. Uh, um, but we got I, to do it once. I apologize for that. We got lucky with it and we did it four times. Oh, wow. In Whoa. choosing. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow like fast passes earlier in the day. I think you do. If you're going to Tokyo, get in there, get fast passes right away. It's kind of a war when you get into the park and then you can relax, but grab something as soon as you can. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and then your day will be fine. These, yeah. These feel like very packed days, which I know you don't often like to do a lot. Yeah. You're totally you right. Yeah, because of all this other stuff, because you got to meet characters you gotta have treats yeah we were way more front to back we had boundless energy uh we ended up with a very packed long episode as i imagine we would uh uh, but that ride was just like irresistible to me you're you're totally right about that however those creatures you meet it's uh, you know yeah you meet friendly creatures dayglow creatures very et on the way down into the center of the earth and then it gets scary and there's explosions and there's lightning that's you forget about every time oh god that lightning i Mm -hmm. thought i was prepped for it but i'm not then fire's shooting out at you and when you round the corner and you see the lava monster oh my god the scope of that thing so scary makes a big difference to sit in the front row and especially in the seat closest to the monster doug jones friend of the show said gotta do front row on that thing and he gave me the translation ichiban seki and they were (laughs) so excited i was like was this am i gonna seem like an american asshole bugging them they loved that i attempted to say those two words they were like (laughs) oh yes and like took me to the side and then ushered me here it is they were so delighted that like employees incredible this whole part and uh and that was the best moment i think the last ride we went on was me with the best seat in uh oh that's great uh, in journey to the center of the earth that that drop is fantastic again sorry i was a militant about spoilers but getting to go on that ride and having no idea what's going to happen yeah yeah incredible sorry if i ruined it for you the listener now i'm being (laughs) selfish but you just shouldn't listen to the episode Mm -hmm. in general uh but um, so in a way disappointing, it's not in other parks, but also how special that you have to do the pilgrimage yeah. to go on this incredible ride. It, I, as a kid, I was always disappointed that after Indiana Jones, Disneyland went off a cliff. It was all rocket rods and superstar limo and all this garbage. And like, why didn't they build on that? Why didn't it get better after Indiana Jones? It did only in Tokyo. (laughs) It's the evolutionary step between Indiana Jones and Radiator Springs racers. It's, it's fantastic. Radiator Springs only better because there's more characters, characters at the end, a better last room. But I, I don't think you get cars without journey to the center of the earth. Uh, uh, amazing ride vehicle. I got a little die cast of that. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I love, love, love this ride choosing between thrills and heart with this and Sinbad, but I got to choose. It's yeah. a hell of a thrill. Uh, love it. People have to go to this park and go on this ride and all of these rides. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I was going to say, like, we we did um, journey, uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, yes. And the employee was asking us there, which what was our favorite ride? And that's when we, we were, like, really trying to figure it out. And that's oh. where she was like, what? And I, we, she's like... I think we said Sinbad and she goes, that's my favorite too. And she spoke English as well. So I go, yeah, I guess we have to go Sinbad. And then I think Tower of Terror for the theming, but the, not the ride itself. So I feel like over, especially in Disney sea, like the theming is almost more even important than like length of ride. I think now we're a little spoiled with thrills and what have you and length of ride, but Mm -hmm. they don't care as much about that over there oh maybe not yeah yeah so yeah. it's not as big of a thing so would you go is there's top three sinbad tower journey something else yeah I, uh maybe poo, poo before journey oh man poo's that good maybe Damn. poo 
before? I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I might say it poo is like four. Journey is really good. I think the problem with Journey was that it was so hyped up and it was the one I knew the least about. Well, actually, somebody knew the least about as well. But I think when you're seeing the volcano, when you're seeing the how the scope of this whole place, yeah. I think in my head I had built it up as like, there's going to be 10 more rooms after this lava monster. Sure, sure. And like we're going to be like teetering on a thing and there's going to be lava under us. And it felt like, oh, it's a lot actually smaller than I thought it was. But that's partly my expectation. That as well. rush up the hill is so fun, though. Oh, yeah. Like the spiraling and spiraling. I know it's short, but then like and then a light at the end of the tunnel. And what is is that something good out there? No, it's a drop. <laughs> yeah, I think I think also that um, I, when we were going around outside, I think I go, oh, we're going to drop back into scenes or something that sure. we've shot out. And then I think probably if I had gone on on the second time, then my expectations were in check and know I what could it have was. given it we a better ex- it. assessment. Sure. Um, so that being said, since we went on Sinbad, I think th- maybe four, three or four times. Wow. Wow. Um, well, only it, barely just because, yeah, but only barely not. a number two for me. It's all good. It's and, all really good. Yeah, it's all Harrison Hightower too. Just all of the detail on that, we were just obsessed with. Yeah, yeah. World building characters. I feel like I feel like we got to cut it off, or we'll just do it forever and ever. Yeah. Uh, the the top ten did not help me make it shorter. There's so much to say. Go to this oh, place. Yeah. We'll I break so off all questions. these rides, and we'll we, you know sure. we'll, we'll talk about other stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll you know we'll hit it in other episodes. Twenty thousand leagues. I really liked, but. The top 10 is so packed. I get it. No, I don't. I 20,000 leagues a little bit lacking as well. A little bit yeah. of something. Maybe a finale needs. Sometimes hard. A little hard to see in there. Yeah. Uh, but all of it, how they do it is really great. And still some of the so scares. cool. Nemo and Friends Sea Rider. I didn't put on there, but it's great. You got to do it. That's uh, fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, also, uh, it's I don't know how much you consider this a ride, but at Tokyo Dome City, we went on a Ferris wheel where we oh, sang I saw that. karaoke in every sixth car or something is a karaoke car. <laughs> and so we got to sing karaoke at the top of Tokyo. Life highlight. So crazy. Terrifying. Uh-huh. Aaron hates Ferris wheels and heights and everything, but Me was too. brave for this. And luckily, though, most of the songs are Japanese. It did have our three. It happened to have our three <laughs> favorite songs. Wham's Last Christmas. <laughs> Uh, that's what makes you beautiful by One Direction and Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing uh-huh. and singing I Don't Want to Miss a Thing at the top of Tokyo, a life highlight. I didn't want to miss a thing. How long I don't want to miss a thing in this episode, but I'm sure I did. But hey, we don't have to retire Tokyo here. No. Spirit can live in our hearts. A canon of songs if I've ever heard one. <laughs> The Great American Songbook. The Great American Songbook. Yeah. Yeah. In a hundred years when the tale of American music is told. Uh, those will be those will be the three. Wow! Uh, well, I have, not Wham is an American, but uh, oh God, I have so Western many questions. Music. But we need to end the episode. We're having, we should just do another one of these. I don't know. Oh my yeah, God! Maybe. Well, there's also I mean another good place for it is uh, a Pan Galactic Pete support episode. Yeah, that's we'll, true. we'll definitely sure. be doing that. Hey, if you have questions about my trip to Tokyo, if you have questions about going to Tokyo, about the city itself, email us podcast right at gmail. Uh, thanks to all the people who followed our trip uh, uh, at my Instagram at skizgerdner. Let me tell you another thing. Uh, you know, our trip to Paris was disappointing because that property is so weird. It was tough getting around. Disney Studios Paris is as bad a park as Disney Sea is good. Uh, um, but you know what? When you compare these two, my two international Disney trips, you know what I didn't have in France was a bunch of people I've never met writing <laughs> me and saying, I'm so happy. I'm living vicariously through you, cheering me on just like Sinbad's town. That's what I felt like I had with the audience of this 
show. That's nice. Da, da, da. Good <laughs> luck on your journey, Scott. So thank you to everybody who who cheered Aaron and I on. It was so heartwarming. <laughs> this is the least snarky episode humanly possible of this show. Yeah. We'll do jokes again in a future one. We'll try maybe. to, but uh, maybe. Or maybe that's our thing. <laughs> We're the not funny. There's plenty of places being funny. Yeah, it was being heartwarming. Uh, you survived podcasts a ride. And thanks, gentlemen, for uh, thank you, Mike, for all your tips and everything that helped me get get around. And uh, I'm like Columbus. I paved the way. Uh, so, yeah, no. <laughs> but Jason will be the bravest explorer. The grand of all finale. Who visits, Jason uh, goes international. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever? Um, only Bermuda, which I believe technically Whoa. might be a U.S. protectorate. Mm hmm. And Scott's only been to Bermuda via a Beach Boys song. <laughs> you did a group, but you lumped it. You went Bermuda, Bahama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I have had vicariously had to imagine a hypothetical pretty mama. Pretty mama. Yeah, uh, because you weren't married at the time. I, th- I wrote, when, the first time I heard that song, I wrote Mike Love a fan letter. And I said, thank you. I'm living vicariously through you. Enjoy your journey to Kokomo, a fake place, because that's a Good city in Indiana. Good finding a new hat. <laughs> Uh, yeah hey everybody thank you so much for listening thanks for all your comments and everything and there'll be more Tokyo Talk to come Uh, and uh, hey follow us at uh, at Podcast Red on Twitter and on Instagram and follow the compass of your heart Mm -hmm. to our live show at Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth Theater Friday June 7th 2019. I haven't recorded an episode since this became reality that we're doing uh, this. Yeah. So excited. Really want to say what the topic is and what we're doing, but we can, we got to leave some surprise. I maybe we'll link it before we do the show, maybe but we you're going to like it. You're but I'll like say it. this, uh, and not to, this is not hucksterism. I mean, it's a little salesmanship, but tickets are going fast. So if you're on the uh, fence, I think there's a chance to, there's no tickets by the time there, this comes that out. That is wow. also a possibility. That's we might great. have to cut this down. There's a chance <laughs> that this will be cut. You'll never hear it. Good luck on your journey to the ty- Dynasty Typewriter website. May your compass guide your mouse to. Parking directions are on there. <laughs> Allow time for it. That is true. It's a crowded it's MacArthur area. Park. Yeah, it's a parking, high density but, uh, area. But there are gonna, lots and valet options. It is not as beautiful of an area as Tokyo Disney Sea. No. But uh, we will be your guides uh, and your your heart will swell. And no one will lock a parking lot uh, right afterwards. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, folks. Glad to be back. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>